You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Every now and then, you know what I'm saying, most of the majority of the time, dig. We in that mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money get made, the bitches don't never get saved. Selling around shades, cooking all dope, getting paid. Try to get laid, she been with me 31 days. Play bitches in the ways, she been with me 31 days. 31. 31. Have you ever seen a president who more creates his own crises? He, I gotta call him President Hold My Beer. That's really what, nobody would be stupid enough, sir, <laughs> to put babies in prisons. Hold my beer. Great American Beer Festival, also known as the Distant Fathers Expo. But when it comes right down to it, any one of these beers will make you more racist. We, we call that small batch brewing. I see that you also bathe in small batches. That's a nice head. Yeah, the last time I saw a head this frothy, I was getting blown by a bitch with rabies. And from Selkirk. Selkirk Abbey. Wow, oh, this is a very fancy craft brewer, yes. Tell me, uh, looking at you, you're an expert, I'm sure. What beer pairs best with a TV dinner and a broken mallard? I've got some names. You pay attention. All the good hobbies were taken lager. This is why I'm morbidly stout, stout. Gay after three beers pulled. Start a fight with your lawn jockey ale. And by the end of the night, I'll say the N-word lager. You're a connoisseur of microbrews? Yes, microbrews. It's very interesting because I consider myself a connoisseur of pretentious jagoffs, and I find you fascinating. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Oh, good evening, good evening, good evening. This is the work with Mike and Pete. GovsRadio.com. As you can see, we are live on the radio. You're not on yet. You know, I always have to... I'll put you on a little bit. Hi. Hi, Pete's here. Um, I got to get through all the bullshit. Bullshit. We have to not get paid. All right, so here's here's what we got. All right, uh, we'll get to our guests in just a moment. Uh, welcome. GovsRadio.com is where you can find your live audio feed. You can also go over to YouTube, type in uh, the wart, Mike or Pete, and we will pop up there. Our live YouTube video is streaming as we speak. Actually, tonight, Pete, I brought all the equipment, and we are also now streaming on Instagram live to all of our followers. A lot of people checking in and saying hello. My wife's there. 
Um, Brainy Burrow Brewery is on there. My buddy Eric from up in Boston is up there. How many of them are flipping us off right now? Yeah, I'm sure. No, they're giving us that wave emoji thing. So there you go. What's going on, guys? How's everyone doing? All right, so Does here's... Does off emoji not work? No, this, it, does, it doesn't work today. All right, here we go. This is the word of Mike at PeakGelsRadio.com. Our phone number, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. Let's get to our sponsors really quick, and we have to stop tonight at 9 o'clock to talk to one of our sponsors. We're going to be calling the show and talking about uh, what we're trying to put together that we kind of teased on the last show. So here we go. Uh, we'll start off with MyBomberJackets.com. My Bomber Jackets, get your 12, 16, 22, 32-ounce Crowler koozies. Jackets, as he says. Alex has some really great stuff. He's blowing up, man. He's got stuff all over the fucking internet. So check him out. It's MyBomberJackets.com. When you check out, use the promo code WART. Save 15% on your order, as well as free shipping over $30. And uh, have yourself a nice cold beer. Use the hashtag WARONWARM. And you got yourself uh, potentially entered into a contest, by the way. Next one we want to talk about is uh, Shirts on Tap, shirtsontap.com. Some of the great brewery t-shirts from around the country, shirtsontap.com. Type into, the again, the promo code WART15 or just WART. Did you use it? I did, and I got my delivery today. Nice. What'd you get? Which brewery? I don't remember. (laughs) Somewhere (laughs) out of Grapevine, Texas. Oh, cool. Yeah, some random breweries, which is kind of cool, like, to just discover new breweries with their apparel and... There's, like, coupons in there and everything. Yeah, I gave so, a little, like, uh, plastic, like, $5 off coupon that I'm going to mail to that, Texas. Right. Well, that's smart. And give it to somebody over there. Uh, so, shirts on tap again. Type in the promo code WART and uh, get your first shirt for $5.99. And after that, it's $13.99 per month, subscription-based. And uh, you'll get a whole bunch of stuff from them. Let's talk about uh, another sponsor. It's uh, Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware for your uh, small batch home brewing needs and or large capacity brewery. Go to uh, brewershardware.com and go ahead and pick something out. Uh, Brewers Hardware is uh, or has donated several gift cards to our brewers, our guests on the show, as well as uh, bottle openers that we give all of our guests and some stickers and stuff like that. So if you're in the need for some home brewing equipment or from some larger capacity brewing equipment, go to brewershardware.com. And uh, last but not least, we want to talk about Tap Handles. Go to taphandles.com. Uh, they are a brand new sponsor to the show, and they are helping us out with our new campaign that, uh, Mark, you guys are going to hopefully help us out with. So uh, we'll talk to Andrew a little later today with uh, taphandles.com and, and talk about the company and go over a lot of stuff with them uh, and about what you should be seeing and the whole uh, retail and or um, you know, first view and the first impression you get off of a beer uh, at a bar, restaurant, or brewery, and uh, you know they're going to help us out, like I said, with a, a little promotion thing that we're going to try to work on here on Long Island. And, of course, I want to give a quick shout-out to Hartwell Woodshop, Hartwell Woodshop doing some of the greatest uh, local business here on Long Island. They are a brick-and-mortar. Um, you can look them up on Google. I know you, you're going to give me shit every time. Everything's an online subscription. Thing. I'm just going to Google. I'm just going to smirk. Yes, just smirk. Just smirk. And uh, go ahead and uh, head over to their website, Hartwell Woodshop, and uh, place your order for some custom-made wood products. And I am done with the bullshit. So thank you very much for tuning in. And What, did I miss somebody? No. Oh, you gave me the eyes. Like, holy ball lickers. You're, no, you're, no, I was just You're reading. done? I was reading. I was reading the dossier provided by our buddy Mark. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, in the studio today with us, we have uh, some returning guests and a brand-new guest. We're going to start with Joe from Sadden Brothers Distillery in East Brooklyn, New York. What's going on, buddy? What's up? Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming in and, and bringing some of this uh, brandy, and we're going to get pretty shitty. So, 
good times. This is going to learn about some spirits because I don't know fucking anything. So you know, some, <laughs> you got to know some basic stuff from. Uh, I know I like Jack Daniels. Okay, well, uh, there's probably. the basics. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, we have a returning exactly. guest. We had to bring him back because we had such a great time. And he brings the spread, if anyone could see on YouTube good, or Instagram. Uh, he's cheesed and uh, bread and home-baked bread again, Mark? Yes, home-baked bread. Okay. And even some uh, homemade uh, butter. Get the fuck out of here. You got homemade right. butter? Jesus Christ. All right, Fucking so Mark preserves. from Hopscotch Bottle Shop opening up in Deer Park very, very soon. Working on the shop, working on the uh, gear, and uh, we'll get you open soon. And with him today on actual camera is Vinny. What <laughs> up? Victor. I'm sorry. What did I say? Vinny. Sorry. sorry. Victor. Victor sat in that booth uh, the entire last show with uh, FM Beauty, and uh, no one really got to see you. They heard no. you. <laughs> they heard you. Uh, here I am. But Victor, you, you, no one saw you. So <laughs> you're here. Yes. And also Ryan. Ryan's here with them. Uh, let me get you up there. Just say hello. Make sure that mic hello. works. This is, <laughs> it works. Yes. <laughs> this is how we do mic checks, just so you guys know. <laughs> so live mic checks. This is how we go around the room and do it. So uh, thanks a lot for coming in, guys. Really appreciate yeah. it. We are uh, doing sort of a non-brewery-based show tonight, um, even though last time you went, we didn't do that either. But you obviously brought in some beer for us, and we opened it up really quick. So let's jump right into it. Can what I, the hell did you just pour us? Can I, I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Fat old son? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So, again, Mark brought us a dossier of uh, information. Uh, if you turn to your uh, pamphlet, uh, page number three. <laughs> yeah, we need one of those overhead so projectors with transparency. I know. I well, listen. Down. I just feel very unprepared. No, absolutely not. Listen, uh, I, I'm going to say we're busting your balls, but no one else does this. And so this is much easier to kind of talk to you about yeah, because I, you're bringing it in and it has a description because you didn't brew the beer. It definitely helps to have some information correct. about it. So, uh, you know, give us a little uh, rundown on Eastern Front Brewing Company out in Mattatuck, a relatively new brewery. Uh, give us your experience yeah. with them so far. So uh, I just want to say I slimmed down the menu here from you the last time. <laughs> yeah. I had too many beers. I didn't get to talk about half of them. Yes, the that's time. true. We drank that, a lot that of was, them. Yeah, that's, yes. that was a good idea. Yeah. 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 Plus, the other guys that were with us, um, which is actually I have a funny story about them, they brought a lot of good stuff, too. They brought, yeah. So, yeah. That wild there they bought was amazing. Yes. They, uh, yeah. they emptied their cellar for us. It's I know. A, it wasn't like you didn't come up with crates of stuff, but they emptied this, the, the specialty rarities. Yeah. yeah, some anniversaries. It was good. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. really cool. It was a fun show. Yeah, and and you guys brought some great stuff from Po' Boy. Yes. And, 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 and then we yes. had them on. Yes. And such a great uh, couple, right? Yes. Amazing. Awesome. Really yeah. informative. It was good discussion. That was, that was interesting. That was a good show. And they got some interesting stuff. I haven't been by the place, but I know that they just had a... Uh, Oh, no, they had the anniversary, I think. Yeah. Just, just when I got Pretty recently. Guess, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about the Eastern Front Brewery and, like I said, your experience with that and, and how it's working. Okay, so Eastern Front was actually funny. I was uh, I went to Catapano Farms uh, in Mattatuck. Listen, I, I said no cursing on the show. You watch your mouth. <laughs> Catapano Farms. And I, and I realized that Eastern Front Brewing was, like, literally right down the block from them. So I stopped by, not thinking that I'd get to speak with the owner, Doug, who is... Absolutely an incredible guy, but hilarious. Oh, good. So he's built the he built the place literally by hand. His tap system, his brewery. Uh, he's got a three barrel right now. He's building an eight barrel. So he's you know increasing production. He's doing really well. They've been there for about four years mm. after a really rough start. Um, what was the, Do you know the closed. details of that? What was the the background of that story. Apparently, he opened up without permission. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well that'll do it. All right. Whoops. And uh, they 
What, yeah, you have they, to get a license? That's crazy. They cracked down on it pretty I don't know the whole back end, but... I thought we were deregulating the American economy. What yeah. the fuck? They closed him down for a year, so he wasn't open wow. for a year. Jesus. And so they reopened in January, and so now that he's he makes some really interesting beers. So today what I have with you is uh, the Fat Old Son. It's mm. American lager. And then a, a uh, it's called Love Lane Lager. It's a pre-prohibition lager, which I'm actually... Still unsure of the definition of what a pre-prohibition lager is, but he made it, and mm. it's really delicious. We'll, um, have, to, we'll have to get him, get him in here one time and have exactly. him explain what a pre-prohibition have. lager is. I, I do appreciate a brewer that's producing lagers. We had this discussion yes. with— uh, Yes, with uh, uh, Steve last time. Steve and Joe yeah. from uh, WA Meatworks. They're, they're both talking about the, the lack of lagers and the well, intensity Around of, here, anyway. Yeah, the intensity of, yeah. of, the, of course, the you know IPAs and stuff like that. Which is fine. I mean, everyone likes a good IPA, but most people like a good IPA. And you, you've even turned a I corner. Liked, uh, and actually, the funny, like, I like Steve's IPLs. I think, like, those right. are, fun, you know, and mm-hmm. he could not have been, you know, uh, I don't want to get it. But his IPLs, I think, are, like, some of his better beers. And Correct. Apparently, they were not some of his better, better selling beers. Well, that's it. Which I mean, is, there's still a, an underground need for a lager, though, for most Absolutely. of the true craft beer enthusiasts. They still want that lager in and around the area. They don't want to kind of push it out to the side like an old stout that people don't want, which also has its own flaws and greatnesses. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the lagers from this, uh, so far, so good. I mean, Fat Old Sun is delicious. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. it's yeah. You know what's really funny is, uh, oh, I think it's funny, when you go out of the U.S., lagers, pilsners, they're huge. Yes. Right? That's like yeah. their primary drink. And here You in go down States. to Aruba, it's a fucking lager. You're not going to get, get a pilsner, right. I guess, from it. But they, they, most of the, the, um, the Caribbean area is doing lagers as opposed to pilsners just because probably the ability to get the ingredients is probably much easier than getting you know pilsner malts rather than getting you know german-based malts but you would think because it's so hot there that they wouldn't be able to make things cold or lager it but but right but they figured out (laughs) they figured out they don't have to drop it down to a 46 or whatever that fucking is they could probably get it at a 49 and and still get a decent product out of it and mass produce it so this thing is uh, ice cold so thank you very much because that was it's kind of warm in here tonight the air apparently is not working. I'll turn it on a little bit once we get off uh, some of the social media. Um, but that's a really nice tree. It's very bright, very crisp. That's kind of what I like about my lager. So he's doing a great job out there. This actually is going to pair really well with some of the cheeses that we have here. So oh, so what do I'm we have to talk on the plates today? So we've got – I meant to only bring four, but then I got talked into <laughs> bringing five after I tasted all of them there. Okay. So Catapano Farms is a, a goat – farm mm-hmm. so they have all their goats on greatest on of all site. time yeah greatest of all time. <laughs> and uh they were super informative so i love going to places and then <laughs> i love going to places and they giving me like a little bit of background history of what you know is happening at that place or why they do certain things right. and i was uh, you know i'll give you a little information about myself i'm i do not i have not had a goat cheese that i enjoy okay right so I mean, that's the whole thing behind Hopscotch. We want to be able to introduce people to new things. And when I got there, I was not that turned into, turned on to goat cheese. Right. Anyway, so she gave me the, she asked me why. And I said, because it's got like that barnyard taste to it. Mm. I can yeah. never really find anything that I really enjoy. Yeah, it's kind of gamey. So she gave me, she said that at their farm, they separate the male goats from the female goats. Okay. And that's the reason why their goat cheese is not barnyard taste oh. at all. And you're going to find that when you taste these, there is no barnyard taste. 
Apparently, the, the male goats are just dirty fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> just humping holes in the wood fence. Like, where are all it's the females? Terrible. I gotta fuck something. This is out of control. So they How have really you. clean cheese. And so when you guys go into it, okay. and uh, hopefully when we start to open up some more beers, I'll go into the individual ones. Yeah, yeah. We've got some uh, Romano. We've got some Havarti. Oh. Um, and then I have two sheep cheeses here as well. Sheep cheese? That they get from the sheep farm. Okay. Down the block. So it's made from sheep's milk. Yes. Ooh. I don't and think I've ever had sheep cheese. Yeah, it's it's delicious. Fucking Mark, in, in, in like introducing us to brand new stuff that we've never ever heard of. You've probably had sheep cheese before. You, you just, just don't know, know it. it. Yeah. yeah, right. It's not like creme de fraiche or whatever. The, I don't know. I'd, I'd say that completely. Creme fresh. Creme fresh. Creme fresh. Creme de fresh. It was more yeah, French yeah. than yeah. Spanish. Oh, I was thinking Spanish. Creme fresh. Okay. Cafeteria fresh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the. Uh, the yeah, sheep cheese is something that I've never heard of. But what do you what do you traditionally find in that? Is it like something in a salad that you may not even know you're having, or is it something more like uh, exotic, maybe on a meat and cheese plate? And you're like, oh, what's this? And it's not labeled, and you just eat it anyway because pepperoni tastes delicious with everything. No, Romano cheese. I mean, you guys put Romano cheese. I mean, of course, I'm sure you've had pasta and mm-hmm. sauce. And Romano cheese is a sheep is actually a sheep cheese. Huh. And, and now is it? It's not grated, right? Which one? Uh, if you point it out on the board. Uh, you could grate. There's two aged cheeses here. There's a summer cloud. That's the aged goat cheese. And Ooh. then as well as the summer cloud. Summer cloud is right here. Okay. So this is the aged goat cheese. Mm. Um, it's it's not overwhelming. It's kind of mild. But it is it is a goat. And you wouldn't even believe it when you had it. The sheep's hmm. cheese is Sundance. Here is the Sundance. Huh. Which one's that? This one's the Peconic Bell. It's a sheep one. Ah, uh, it's a sheep one, too. Yeah. Nice. Really good, but apparently they are not Come going. On, you don't want any? Sure. I don't do cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. What? I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I forgot about that meat from last today. Time. That's good. No, 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 that's fine. Oh, he's, gonna eat, the, he's gonna eat <laughs> the shit out of that bread, though. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Yeah, he that's will. gonna happen. So this has like a tang to it. The sheep cheese. It's almost like, um, uh, like an Italian dressing kind of feel. I don't know. It has like that that very sharp taste on the palate. It is a little creamy, which is good. Almost that's, like a cream cheese. Right. So that's the goat cheese that you just had. This, the spreadable one. Yes, the yes. spreadable one is okay. a goat cheese. It's called a... Ryan, can you pronounce it for me? Because I can't uh, <laughs> It's on the... I know. Chevre. Well, Chevre. Oh, so it's probably grass. Chevre. 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 Page is it? I'm almost Chevre. While we're looking it, up that, it, uh, it this is the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? Hey, Mark. Since pizza fucking puss, I won't eat the cheese. Correct. Can you set me up with a, a 30-minute doggy bag? But when I get into the studio, please. You got it. Ryan's here. He's uh, helping out. He's uh, you know spreading. Victor's here as well. So you got a lot of hands on deck to get you your cheese. My bu- my buddy Victor's there. Yeah. <laughs> you better hurry. You better hurry oh, up. Fucking hey, man! I can't wait to hang out with fucking Victor. There you go. Just don't take my mic. Let me ask you a question, there, penis. Do you are you on Instagram now too? We are live on Instagram right now. I am legitimately coming into that studio. Uh-huh. I'm going to walk in, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to fucking punch you right in the face. I'm all right. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. What all right. Did I get <laughs> 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 all right. You know why, right? Why, why? No, I don't know why, because you never got on Instagram? You know why. I can't even get on fucking iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> we never did this. I apologize, but I went away for a couple days, so. Well, uh, you're back now. You should be I am back. me up on iTunes. All right. We'll get it done. What's iTunes? Uh, it's on iTunes. It's you got to go Limo on. Talk. No, no, you got to get up on an uh, RSS feeds. Here's Tech Talk with Mike and Graz. Um, you got to get it up on an RSS feeds, so like a SoundCloud or a Podbean, and then we'll distribute it from there, and you could be on everything. 
your wife must be loving this one. <laughs> oh, she waved uh, like an hour ago, and I'm pretty sure she's off now. So, so legitimately, is there a beer there yes. that I could give my wife like Ooh, one yes. and a half of them? Yes, I have beer be- here too. If you wanted, no, to- is it a, a strong one that that like, like a cup and a half, mm-hmm. and I'll be putting it in a booper? Uh, yeah, we got a triple. Yeah, I was here. just gonna say that. Oh, that's There's a nine percent Belgian. Yeah, the triple. apple brandy's here. The apple or yeah, for. we got spirits here tonight, Grass. Hold on, hold on, time out. You're not taking a bottle home of brandy. <laughs> just that's not happening tonight. But I can give you like a, an eight or nine percent or somewhere around here that you can get our. Uh, oh, what am I getting? The fucking anti shit? Oh, yeah, I'm not giving you the brandy bottle, but. You can have You're not going to have the whole the brandy bottle. we got to drink it. it. we got to drink it, Graz. you could welcome to come in here and drink it with us. You better open up the door. I'll be there in about five minutes. <laughs> five minutes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cheese and liquor. He's like, I'm in. I'm only staying for a half an hour. I'm going to derail the show. Tell mm-hmm. your wife to go away. Do the laundry. Tell everybody to go away. All right, make it ten minutes. Out. I want to hear about this. I want to hear about fucking liquor. Yeah. I, I know nothing. Well, we're going to get to that. I'm going to derail it, and I'm not going to learn anything. No, he's not. He won't derail the liquor talk. Fine. Right. Yes, Grass. Yeah. Do you eat cheese? I don't. You're a fucking puss. Mm. You should call him a comic. Yeah, but I swear I'm glass. Go fuck yourself, Grass. I'll see you in a few minutes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we're Mike and Pete, GubsRadio.com, 516-465-3990, Give us a call throughout the night. If you're on YouTube, the phone number is posted at the bottom, and uh, we'll talk to you. We take all our calls live to the air. So going back to what we were just talking about with the, uh, we were talking about cheese, correct? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the, so first one, the first one we just had was the first one that you guys had is a chevre. It's okay. A uh, really fresh young mm. goat cheese. Okay. Uh, taste it's similar to cream cheese. All right. It's got a really nice clean taste to it. It uh, coats the palate really well. Yeah. It's got good amount of fat content. It pairs beautiful with any lager or pilsner. It sure did because uh, I just ate it and drank it. <laughs> I feel like I've had a snack. It was nice. So that was one of the goat cheeses that we have here. Awesome. The, so th- so that one is is. Uh, uh, Capa, Capit- Capitano? Capitano Farms? Yes, Catapano. Catapano, C-A-T-A-P-A-N-O. We'll Around Manitoc, family-owned. Mm-hmm. The uh, I believe the owner was originally a physician. <laughs> really? He couldn't take it. He th- just needed to step out of that realm. Mm. I, he might actually still be practicing. I didn't get to speak with him, but... On the goats, or needed to be doing something he loves. <laughs> Maybe on the goats. Maybe on the goats. It's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my baby. Just like a lot of the brewers out there, probably you know had a different role at one point. Right. Or anybody yeah. in the beer industry. That's interesting for like a yeah. farmer, though, and you would consider him a farmer, right? I mean, it's a farm. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. to have like a very um, uh, technical-based, uh, you know, practice, yeah. and then go into farming, it's like it's very opposite for what. You know, you can yeah, see, like, if I'm tactical and then I do tractor work or I like cars and you do, you know, that kind of mechanical work and end up on a farm, it, you could see that transition. Yeah. It's a little hard to see, like, someone's working on, you know, people and then Actually, working on... You guys did an interview, I think, when you were at the AC. Oh, you weren't there. No. <sighs> the AC Fest. Yeah. You spoke with, is it Reverse Flag? Oh, uh, backward, backwards, backwards flag. flag, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, it's the same thing. You were in yeah. a high-stress environment. They were that is true. veterans. And they decided to uh, go into something that they love. Yeah, get something that's a little less stressful in life yeah. than worrying about that. You're right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a farm at this point in my life. 
I could use the days off. Or not days off, but I, mean I don't like, think there's any days off. When well, no, but I mean not dealing with 17 and 18 year olds all day. Fair point. Yeah, they're they're dicks. I'd rather deal with a goat. I'd rather <laughs> deal with a goat. <laughs> you can kick a goat when it gets out of line. It's true. <laughs> that, <laughs> something about that is, around goats. Yeah. <laughs> you never see the size of their balls. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, we're not going to have a goat semen cheese, are we? <laughs> Just unloaded goat semen cheese. All right. Um... So and I and as I say, do that. So the second it, cheese I see nuts I <laughs> <laughs> on your dossier. Was like, great, was, great segue. Yeah, great segue. Sorry. Uh, so the second cheese. What were you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, page three, everybody. Page page four. Page four. The crefilli. It's a summer. It's a summer. It's called summer cloud. It's actually traditionally made from cow's milk, but okay. they uh, they did it out of goat cheese. So that's the second goat cheese that we have. Here. Interesting. Okay. And uh, maybe we can pass some of that. So it what says it's, it's matured four to eight months. Summer what's your standard, cloud. like, cheddar or other types of cheeses that would be aged? What, what's the standard length of those so types I'm, of... I am not a cheese this? mongler. Yeah. Is that what they're called by any means? I don't know. That's interesting. If anyone out there is a cheese fanatic and, and knows their aging process, give us a call, 516-465-3990. Let us know what you think the age uh, aging process for regular standard cheese that we're, we're accustomed to is because this is interesting. I believe four it's to eight, four months. eight months. Yeah, it is still the same thing, huh? It's cheesemonger. Yeah. Cheesemonger. Fishmonger. Cheesemonger. What is the sommelier Monger? of cheese? That's what, yeah, I gotta, I gotta Oh, you were looking at Yeah, Pete's got it. Get the fact checker gotta, over here. I gotta find that out. Um, no, I believe it's a cheesemonger. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, look at you. So Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's my back end guy. He actually has Ooh, that's a, what a she degree said. in. Uh, All one word. Cheesemonger <laughs> is one word. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Compound word. So, Ryan, sorry. Yeah, what were you, what was Mark saying you do? Uh, what is exactly that you do? <laughs> he's my back-end guy. He's going to be yeah. the, the guy ordering all of our food. Okay. So he's got a huge background in food service. Nice. Yeah, I'll let him. I'll where let him. where yeah. did you uh, where'd you get that uh, experience from? Uh, just I worked in delis, pizzerias, all retail food okay. service. And Used to dealing I with the services. Yeah. Yeah. Went to culinary school. I went to school. culinary school. Ooh, where'd you go? I went to, uh, when I went, it was called the French Culinary Institute. Okay. Now it's called... The International Culinary uh, Is it in the city? Center. Yeah, it's in, yeah, yeah. It's, it's down in Soho. It. Okay. Yeah, it's very well known. Is that the one that, like, they, uh, two broke girls, they went to the front. I, I swear to God, all my references are television-based. Um, they went to the, yes, please. Um, they went to the Institute to create cakes or something like that, but they ended up baking cupcakes, and that was the premise yeah, of the show. Yeah, that might be a different, I'm not sure about I that. I think really. they called it the French thing, but I think it was out of business at that point, so that's why they were able to use that information. So. They, uh, yeah, international, so, what is it? International? Uh, international Culinary Center. Cool. All yeah. right. So, yeah. And so what was the, the background of that? Did they, they focus on any one thing or is it just it's, a general education? It's all, they have all different programs. Mm-hmm. There's culinary arts, there's pastry arts. Yes. There's baking, s- commercial there's baking. baking. There's, yeah, there's yeah, all right. small classes anybody can go take. Cool. It's not necessarily a sure. program. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It was a lot of fun. I wish I could have just stayed in there forever. <laughs> just just be in college at you know, school was, forever. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not your typical school. I just right. You either go part-time, which is nine months, okay. and full-time, which is six months. Okay. So I had to work full-time, so I went part-time. So you went part-time, yeah. yeah so, that makes sense. Yeah, So, but they teach you everything in that amount of time that they would teach you in a four-year school. Wow. Yeah. So all, it's intense. All hands-on. Yeah, it's very. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's so why I work at a like a madman. Nice. It's, yeah, it's Are you going to have an active kitchen at all, or can you not have it, or what, what's your restrictions? So initially, uh, on a budget, couldn't put a kitchen in. Okay. So it'll just be a prep area. Okay. But going forward, uh, there is space there to to do nice. that, in which we plan on doing it. Yeah. Now I saw the the space that you were posting on Instagram, and you have plenty of area there to kind of move forward and. 
Yeah. Go the, backwards, right? I mean, it's towards the back where you have. So it's uh, 1,200 square feet. 600 square feet will be actually hmm. retail space. Okay. Uh, I got a nice size walk-in cooler, so that's going to be taking up a large amount of the space that's in the back area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there is room. Yeah. There All right. Good. Room. Yeah. So the prep area would be for things like this, where you're going to bring in some outside cheese Correct. plates and, and yeah. food charcuterie and, and, and uh, yes. jerky. And all that. I thought you were going to say chicanery. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of the chicanery that'll be in there. Who knows? After hours, plenty of chicanery. Yes. There's always time. You never know. <laughs> I may not get to it. I may not have time to get to all the chicanery that's necessary. Um, so, yeah. So, this is uh, where you said you, this is the aged goat cheese, correct? So, it has more of that uh, smokiness to it as opposed to what you were getting before with the, the fresh, the, the, the less tang. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say dull, but that's kind of like the mildness yeah, of any, the goat cheese. Anytime you age something, you're pulling moisture out of it. And so you're going to concentrate it more. So that fat concentration is really going to build up. Right. So you get more of like this crystally, um, crystally feel to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what this does. This is aged a little bit longer, and they really dry it out, it, and it's crumbly. So it's nice. It's got a really good taste to it. That's something you could definitely have on a salad. It would, oh, it yeah. would do very well with Absolutely. like arugula or something of that nature where it's a little bitterness, but this would kind of help offset it with a little bit of the creamy bite to it. It's very good. I like this one. I should probably... For different reasons than the other one. Yeah. I, I, they're, they're, they're very different in, in flavor profile. Mm-hmm. So what would you pair this with? This one? Mm-hmm. You can, it's 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 really across the board because of the fact that it's aged a little bit. Probably more of a stronger IPA or even this, the Prohibition Lager, it's got a higher alcohol percent to it. Mm-hmm. So, And so what would you pour next? in the meantime? We just having some more of the, we didn't change the beer. Not yet. No. But okay. No, it's fine. I'm will. not in a rush. No, okay. I'm just asking because... But you could do this with you any asked. Pilsner, any Bach uh, would probably go really well with it. He made, so he had a Wee Heavy there. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely delicious. Hmm. Uh, I think it was 8%. I wanted to take it. He didn't have that much left, so filling a growler wasn't right. an option. Yeah, That would have went really well with this. Um, so the aged goat cheese, fresh goat cheese, coming from the same goats? Did yeah. they, they The same people, just a matter of how you're... Uh, letting it age and 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 timing wise and stuff like that. It's back. It's just like beer. So bacteria. That, right. That really is the game changer. So for beer, it's yeast, right? You can make a million different beers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from the yeast strands and cheese is the same way. They all have distinct uh, cultures that they use for all different types of cheeses. Mm. All right. That really gives the flavor. To and, it. and bread in the same instance absolutely. too. Same yeah. same concept to get you different styles of bread and different. Um, you know, textures, that's mm-hmm. where the yeast comes in and, and how Absolutely. you're using that and how much and obviously everything else. Yeah, well, That's a little different than you, Joe. Joe, you, uh, in your distilling process, no yeast, right? You have to deal with that nonsense or? No, I, I mean, when I make my cider, so it's still. Uh, oh, you are still? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, still all right, still. we're, we're going to get to this whole story in a moment. I thought maybe it was a throw but yes, in ciders, you will have to use something of that nature. Um, so uh, let's take a pause for a moment because Anthony Grazide has entered our dark studio. What's going on, buddy? You got to push the button. Hi, boys. <laughs> so. Hi, Victor. Hi, Hi Mark. How What's the you? gentleman's name with the Astoria hat on? Astoria. Joe. 
Hi, Joe. That's Joe. Sorry. And who's the guy that looks like Bruce Beefcake in front of you? Uh, uh, that's Ryan. Hello, Ryan. What's up? What's going on? You should stand oh, next to him. You guys can look like old and young grass. No. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Fat and fatter. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've slimmed down a little bit. We've noticed. I, I'm trying. You know, yeah. I'm trying to lose a little weight. We can't see. I can't see you at all. I don't want you to see. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. What do you got? Herp? Yeah. Don't worry about the herp. No. I want right. to. I come in here. You guys were still talking. I didn't want to interrupt and no, derail the show. Yet. No, well, I saw the lights go off, and immediately I'm like, "The fuck is going on?" Why are you? Dr- you're dressed up very nicely, coming right from school. Uh, you could say that. I thought we were going to have some spirits tonight, so I tried to class it up a little bit. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, a little bit. What did you put a shirt and a tie on? I, I've where's had you, a shirt and a tie on. Well, I, did, I just didn't undress. He looks handsome. He does look very handsome. I had to put the hat on though. What? What? Because that's they, just not my what thing. What they bring? What's? Uh, what is that? Like, stuff? so this is all of this. I gotta come you in. You have there. to come in. Yeah. Come right, in. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm gonna say hello. Yeah, yeah. come say hello. Uh, say hi in the meantime, the <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the meantime, Mark is gonna talk a little bit about the Sundance. So why don't you go through that with us, for you? Actually, if we do the Sundance, I'd like to open that uh, prohibition. If, if you, uh, oh, uh, where, where did it end up? Yeah, that's fine. I'm good. Good. Can we pour you a glass. Oh, please pour me yeah. anything you got. Yeah. Right. Wait. Oh, some brandy. I want some brandy. Oh, Ryan, yeah, well, you don't leave before you get brandy. We're going to get to yeah, him in a no, minute. Well, I, you only got me, trust me, you only got me for 40 minutes. I'm no, that's fine. Wait, was, it went up It was 30 minutes. minutes. 30 <laughs> minutes. Wait, wait a second. Were we bidding on this? Is that what that was? The bidding creeping. Wait, wait, what did you say? Sorry. I said 30 minutes too many, right, Pete? <laughs> no, no. I peak, I peak at about 7, and I go to about 10. And then after that, Mike gets a text from his wife, get him off the air now. No, no, no text tonight because I'm uh, streaming on Instagram Live right now. Oh, nice. I won't even know if she texted me or not. Oh, nice. Yeah. Say hi, Instagram followers. Yes, at, hi, everybody. At, uh, listen, I could use a couple. At Gotham Gold Graz on what Instagram. What the fuck is that? Is that at the GothamGoldGraz.com. Yeah. I'll take whatever they're pouring. Yeah, yeah. Come, come. Right. I thought you were in here a second ago. Come grab it. There you go. Take some cheese. Yeah, and take something. Give me an Break yourself off a piece. Your favorite bread. Yeah, so you can just go right through it. Uh, he has another cup over there. I brought some cups, but I didn't bring a lot of cups. Mark obviously brought, yeah, brought an entire sleeve of cups. He fucking came prepared. Uh, like he again. brought the cutting. He brings the cutting boards. He's got the, the right uh, flatware. Right, so check, check out this fucking bottle of uh, brandy here, man. Can I see that, please? Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> this is the where with Mike and Pete. Yeah, com. Peace out. <laughs> Never see him again. Right. By the way, your your chair does recline. It's a little thing right here. Oh, yeah. I figured it out. Okay. We're good. All right. So we're back here. with Raz, how nice is that bottle and label? You have to push the button. You got to push it again. Oh, my God. There you go. Uh, you realize in about 20 minutes, I got to be like, how dry I am. You know you don't have to hold the button, right? You just push it once. All right. And that's it. It's like an on and <laughs> off. That's it. So now when you turn me off and I leave, then Vic- I have to push Victor the button understood again? the concept in three seconds. Oh, fuck Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's talk to Victor. Well, I, I do. I haven't. I only saw him behind a closed uh, glass. I like Victor. He was time. very, very polite to yes, me. Yes, you guys really hit it off in that room last yes. time they were in. He's my, she's my, it's Charlie from 19. 19- 1940s Brewery, okay. and now Victor. Oh, you wow. Go. You're up in the echelon of the Graz Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll be honest. I might even have you on limo talk, Victor. That's oh, how much I like shit. you. There you go. Well, Mark's the one that brought all the shit. Actually, I mean, I no offense, Victor. Who's, <laughs> hop, who's hopscotch? Is that Mark? That's Mark. Yeah. Mark's coming on limo talk in a, yes. couple, in a couple weeks. I can't weeks. wait. Really? He's yeah, he's going to come out. Mad Dog's going to call him in and start making fun of him. Yeah, if he doesn't bring any Mad Dog 1801. You're going to class up that show. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know you are. Have you seen that? Wait, you didn't get a document. Here, come on, come back in really quick. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bring that bottle, yes. Oh, he's going to make yeah. fun of me now. <laughs> bottle back. Did you pour yourself some? Did you grab an empty cup and pour yourself a little brandy? What is this? That's oh, a dossier. Man, That's what we're going off of tonight. Dossier is like a fucking... My- 
Sam. He's slamming the door. He's like, God damn it, reading again. Uh, do I have to push the button again? No, no, you're good. You're still on. Oh, my God. Uh, what am I going to school? <laughs> yeah. Do I have a test on Friday? Yes. What's the story? Just yes, helped, you do. I it would last one was like twice around. as long. Dude, are you out of your mind, Mark? Come <laughs> in with three written things, hand it to everybody, and we drink and we talk about it. And it's, <laughs> it's the perfect thing. We, we, mentioned, we mentioned hopscotch ten times. You're fine. Well, here's the deal. Uh, the, the, the thing is, Mark doesn't actually age the cheese or brew the beer. Yeah. So he needs to have some sort of you know go-to here just to remember everything that he understands. Uh, he brought Ryan today, who also is... Uh, Really good with the uh, culinary arts and is going to be part of. Ooh, that's not me. Oh no, it's my phone. Hold on, I'm going to go turn that on, off. On, on, on here. Wow. Well, this, well, this is awkward. <laughs> yes, this is our Santiago. I'm looking for the word with Mike and Pete. Up on I don't mom. think so. No, I said <laughs> mom. It's an emergency. Now, I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, probably someone else calling about something. But I guess it goes off now, apparently. And I have it on vibrate, but it goes off when you're on Instagram Live. What's the gentleman's? John, correct? Is Joe. That Joe. Joe. Yeah. Joe. So Ocean Hill, Apple Brandy, handcrafted. Holy crap. You, you, you made this a, a week before Christmas. No, I made it. Uh, it says 1218. That's when I cracked the barrel. Ah. So well, we're gonna, we didn't even talk to. Sorry, we didn't even talk to Joe yet about the whole process, so I don't even know what crack the barrel means. I have never had apple brandy, but if I'm going to like it, I'm going to be hanging out with Joe often. <laughs> That's cool. Joe, where's your place? Uh, East New York. Where? Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Um, my, old, my old car service is all ETG. You ever heard of executive transportation? Here we go. No. All right, well. There promote, you go. promote, <laughs> promote. Now it's final. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Wait, all right. I'll shut up. Moving right along. Way to shoot that right there. Thanks, Joe. I was fucking promoting your drink. You're drinking. You push me aside. Well, you yep. lose the next two no. minutes. Fuck off. <laughs> Let's get back to the Sundance before this actually goes 40 minutes of not talking about any goat or sheep or <laughs> Apple beer. brandy. And apple brandy, of course. Um, so you, you brought in this, this Sundance. So now this is where we get into the sheep cheese, which is technically considered Romano. Yes. So what makes it Romano cheese as opposed to just straight up sheep cheese? Well, Pecriano, Pecriano means sheep in Italian. Um, those goddamn Italians. Is a, is 10% of me. Hey. 100% of you sucking. Hey, dude. <laughs> Pecorino Romano cheese <laughs> is phenomenal on a pasta. You're hoarding yeah. adventures now? Yeah, I am. Sorry. <laughs> you do understand the reference. <laughs> So this is age eight months to a year. That's quite, quite long. So that's yeah. definitely somewhere you're going to be able to shred yes. and almost uh, create a powder Correct. from it to, to place, like he said, on pasta or on a salad or whatever it is. What else are, would be a good use for stuff like this? So th there really isn't any rules. I mean, I love putting it on, on any type of cheese platter. Okay. So, but salads, pasta, pizza, it, I mean, it doesn't melt very cleanly but that's why you'd shred it down and right and right so it's just speckled and yeah. it's kind of incorporated within um what are the normal cheeses that you would find on like a crudite are you just like cheddar swiss so that's just your basic like blue collar cheese so you consider like having a romano or um you know like a gouda or something like that as kind of the upscale from that and this would be like the top shelf of what so you're talking about of cheeses I mean, I, again, I'm not a cheese expert by any means, but a lot of the cultures of cheddar actually is used in a number of different cheeses. Mm. So most, a, a lot. Of yeah, but you got good shit, eat. Mark. Thank you. You bring good stuff. You know what I mean? You bring top of the line. That's because they're made by love. I mean, all uh, listen, I want to have a love. pasta. I want to have a frizzili <laughs> with, a, some, with, with a, 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 a frizzili 
with a little prosciutto uh-huh. sprinkled on top mm-hmm. with it, like a cream sauce. Mm-hmm. What am I using? None of that. We're going to go ahead with the uh, Sundance Age Sheet <laughs> no. Cheese Romano. No. That's no. what we're going to do. What we, what we get we, that little grinder? I love that little uh, grinder. What am I putting on there, Mark? Why don't you save that content for your show? It's Fuck a, grass. I mean, the Romano's yeah, a you table cheese. You can, you can honestly use it across the board with anything that you're making. Um, so it says it's, uh, you know, sheep's milk has nutty flavors. That's, that's interesting because I don't think of cheese as being nutty. Uh, or I think of it as pairing with nuts, but not so much being nutty itself. So what do you think that is trying to say? Is it, is it more like um, is the texture base or is it taste based? I think it's a little bit of both. I mm. mean, taste is just super complex. And hopefully we can go into a little bit of uh, a little bit of a workshop later with it. Yeah. But it, it comes from a bunch of our senses. I mean, taste is not just from the tongue itself. I mean, it comes from our nose. I mean, mm. the anticipation when we're looking at something. Sometimes I, I mean, think my ass could taste things. <laughs> good one. Uh, thanks. That's good. <laughs> uh, thanks. Joe, uh, you find that same thing with uh, spirits and ciders? You feel like a lot of it's like a, a big experience between nose and mouth, tongue, uh, chest burn almost? Because I would say some of the brandy, would you're going to feel a little bit of that at first, and that will eventually go away. So how do you, when, when you're producing your product, how do you go into that and, and explore what the profile is going to be of each batch? So you got nose, right? Yeah. So you got uh, the smell and then uh, the, the top burn and the bottom burn for, for the say and how long it carries. So what is, what, give me the difference of those two. What's, what's top burn, burn versus bottom well, burn? It's, if it's stuck in the back of your throat versus running down your gut. Okay. Okay. Um, I got it. But then another thing. You I've know, experienced both. <laughs> yeah. They, they say touch, actually. So you can pick up like an oil. Really? How oily it is. Yeah. So, huh. uh, and when, like, the barrels have anything to do with that, or? It's, it really comes down to where, where like, the distiller makes his cuts. Okay. Right? Okay. So if you pick up more on the back end, it's going to have more of the oils and less of uh, the alcohol in the huh. water. Huh. This shit's great. Yeah, we're going to have to get into this because now uh, yeah, you're using a lot of terminology that we're not accustomed to, yeah. and, and that's something we got to explore. Yeah, so do we um, want to do a quick break, or do we want to plow through? Uh, what time stuff? is it now? It's Yeah, it's 840. about 8.40. Uh, let's go. Let's just get into this pairing because he 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 poured the okay. prohibition, and you're bringing out the Sundance. So I think that was the pair we were looking for, yeah. correct? So the prohibition is a still a clean, delicious version of you can say the fat old son. Okay, but it comes across a little bit stronger. It's got a little bit of a higher alcohol content, and then uh, it's a lot more bitterness. As well as sweetness, if you, on the yeah, back I, end. I like the the malty. Yeah, I absolutely. taste a lot of the malt on this one. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I, that. I really, I, I was, you know, maybe somebody can call in and educate myself on prohibition beer because it. I don't or know. Or pre pre-prohibition. Yeah. Yes. So I don't actually know the definition of the style. I know that it it follows a lager. I feel like I we 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 picked up on it uh, with one of the brewers. They mm-hmm. they mentioned it or or at one Probably of the festivals. Charlie. Um, but I, I think it has to do with ingredients and what they were regulated with back then versus now. Corn, rice, I'm right, sure. right, right. So it's got to be something in there that really kind of delineates what yeah. it is between you know before and after. Um, so with that, what's the the cheese pairing of Sundance? So why do you think this goes very well with the? I think because the 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 maltiness and hoppiness of of this beer can actually stand up to this cheese. It's aged a little bit longer. It's got a richer taste to it. You know, comes across. It's really coating the mouth. And you need something that's got a great carbonation to it, and, yeah. and is able to wash away that, you know. And I would never think of it, it as sheep cheese. I would think Romano. Yeah, you know, I would definitely think of it as that sharp, sharper feel. Um, the coating in the mouth, you're right with that, and then pairing it up nicely with a little darker beer. It's perfect, actually. 
Very nice. Thank What's you, uh, Catapano and uh, yeah, East End. Yeah, they're doing uh, some great stuff out there. So they check them out. Pair up together. I don't, I don't know if they do. They should, you know, do like uh, in-house cheese plates, kind of mm-hmm. like what Slates and Plates is doing locally around here. Yeah. They could definitely do some really like super nano local kind of pairings. Maybe Eastern Front doesn't even know they're there. Like we didn't know they were there. We didn't know even they were so close to each other. So that's they, something maybe we can put them in contact with each other and go, listen, there's some great pairings you guys can come up with. People love that. It might be because they're like on the most dangerous street ever. Yeah, <laughs> is they it? Are. Is it twenty five A? Is it both? I don't. Actually, I don't even know. But Sound you, Avenue. But when you come out of there, when you come out of their lot, you can't make a left because you can't even see anything. Oh I told boy. them they got to make sure it's like only make rights or something right. like that. <laughs> Three lefts make like, a right. That's yeah. what I've heard. Is <laughs> <laughs> the word with Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? My name is uh, Senor Jonathan from <laughs> Queens, New York. Hey, what up, Senor? What's going on? My brother-in-law. No, they, <laughs> well, you just got sold out. I <laughs> know. <laughs> seriously. What's up, John? I added the senor there to not, you know, to make it not look like uh, I was your brother-in-law. John actually would love the apple brand, uh, bur- uh, brandy. Yes. This shit is great. He would be great. a big fan of this. Have you drank all that I already? I drank a fucking two shots of it already. Oh, Jesus I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's <laughs> going around in here. Get back in here. Listen, get, get who are you driving later? I drank, I drank the Prohibition. <laughs> John and I've been, I've, been, I've been hitting up the Ocean Hill apple brandy with Joe. I had two shots already. The fucking shit's great. Uh-huh. Joe, I'm coming to hang out with you. Sounds good, guys. <laughs> Joe, Anytime. Anytime. Uh, you just got to get come, me home, right? Apple Anytime. Brandy and we'll hang out. Is the brandy, is it mixing or is it for drinking? I mean, I drink it straight. I'm a spirits yeah. guy. But, um, I mean, I think it's a straight drink. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John. He's, John's into Mark, cocktails. you are so well-spoken and soft-spoken. I feel like I'm on the Delilah show right now. <laughs> <laughs> People plug it in instead of uh, bourbon and make old fashions and oh, that things like, like oh. that. Um, it could be a substitute well, for any whiskey, obviously. Yeah. Hmm. What uh, kind of bitters would you recommend in the old-fashioned with the apple brandy? See, I'm not a bartender. I get straight. I could chime in for a moment. Right like air, air bitters. A piece <laughs> of lime in here would go well. Yeah. A piece of lime. A, pe- no. a little piece of lime in here would go well. A little squirt of lime juice. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. What if It'll you put did hair it? on your nipples. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. I'm telling you, if you ain't got hair on your nipples, try uh, Ocean Hill Apple Brandy. It'll put hair on your nipples by the second drink. Listen, we can market that with Graz as a spokesperson, like Just for Men. <laughs> like uh, like uh, Keith Hernandez does Just for Men. You could do uh, nipple you know, hair. Nipple hair, right. Nipple hair. Grass is nipple. You may not have hair on the top of your head, but you can have hair below the shoulders. I'm telling you, two two shots of Ocean Hill apple brandy and Joe sitting over there. I'm telling you right now, your fucking nipple, the hair nipples growing. Nothing says, give me my areola pubic hairs like, <laughs> like Joe's Ocean Hill apple brandy <laughs> out of Brooklyn. Oh That's not where Joe, I was going to go with Joe, it. Joe's like, you know, I came here to marketing, try to promote marketing. the product in a good way. What time is the show over? <laughs> um, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. We got to end this part. Well, I, I, let's just wrap this segment. So the uh, the Romano, very good with the Prohibition. You were right on that pairing. Um, I think this is something between uh, Eastern Front and um, yeah. Catapano that they can really pull together something great. John, what's your experience with uh, some of the breweries there? And He's in Queens, you said? Where is he? Yeah, he's in Queens. Yeah, so what's your experience with the breweries there inside of Queens? So I actually just recently visited um, the new Evil Twin Brewery, which I guess is considered queens even though it's like on the edge of brooklyn yeah it's, it's uh, ridgewood uh, neighborhood ridgewood yeah mm-hmm. yeah so they're about to open up um an outdoor uh greenhouse uh tap room but um i just recently visited there they're open now just for merch and cans and that looks pretty cool but other than that 
I usually stop by Finback. local Finback or LIC. Yep. And I used to go to Transmitter a couple times, and now I heard they're moving to Brooklyn. And you got Bridge and Tunnel, yeah. and you got Queens uh, Queensbury in that same area. You could do a walk for like 10 minutes. You could do three or four breweries now. What was the guy that was by me in Long Island City that was here two weeks ago? Um, that was uh, Rock Matt Fifth Hammer. Mark, oh, Fifth Matt Hammer. Fifth Hammer, yeah. So good. I visited yeah. there once. Yeah. I got a bed over there in the corner, right? <laughs> oh, oh, at Fifth Hammer? Yes, yeah. apparently he has a bed. He has a bed for me. For oh, you, okay, yes. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> no, that was Po' Boy that had the bed. Po' Boy loves me. At least he li- he follows me on Facebook. He does? <laughs> yes, he oh, likes very nice. He's a big fan. Bobby did some great stuff. Coming to limo talk soon, huh? Yes. <laughs> I, I, joined, I joined the podcast a little late, but I have, I have a question for Victor, and I don't know if Ooh. you guys answered this Yeah, already. Victor hasn't been uh, quite the spoken uh, man tonight. What do you got, Victor? Sorry. Go ahead. Fire away. So, so what are those fabulous uh, uh, pieces of wood that you're cutting the cheese on? These are uh, handmade cheese boards branded with... Hopscotch. Logo. Uh, logo. Very cool. I walked you in the room and I told you that you guys, we're leaving these for you guys. Get the you fuck out of here. What kind of wood? Just pine. All right. Labor of love. And You're damn right. Be in the store. There's a growler and uh, just a regular. Wood. I like the fact um, that they, they came in the shapes of bottles and growlers. Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Hey, Vic, there's very only cool. two there, Vic. Where's yeah, the sorry. third? You got it, <laughs> no, I don't Maybe know. if you have me on your show, Anthony. I'll there you go. Yours. Vic, you're allowed in. You're a VIP. You come in anytime you want. We'll get you a car if you want. The work's on the fucking very cheap oh budget. Limo talk's not. Budget, so I've been helping Mark build All out true. the uh, shelving for his store. Yes, yeah, yeah. seen those posts. Yep. The latest uh, addition. They're not all done, but they will be done. No, in time. Incredible. they look great. Absolutely incredible. His I didn't even notice because the cheese he was... Open up, he should open up his own Etsy shop and sell <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> no, so true. Dude, you would you would sell like hotcakes on Etsy and, and Pinterest as well. Yeah. You could be the king of Wait. Pinterest. Victor, how, how big are those? Like on average... Uh, it's like size. 22 inches long. That's what she said. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask before, sideways or missionary? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know, Victor. I, I'm Hard or soft. Like a, like, I'm, I'm looking for like a big-ass board, Victor. A big-ass big board. What do you want to do? You want to like cut meat? What do you got? So, so Victor's oh, got uh, some, trade I got name. charcuterie. I got some cheese. I got some mini empanadas. Got Ooh, a couple of guineas that owe you money you want to cut up on a board? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cut a pinky off, send it home Somebody to their mother. Somebody needs a pinky cut off. Fucking throw some apple cider brandy on there, and everybody's that's uh, right. Wrap it all up, and uh, here we go. Um, John, yeah, throw throw some lime juice in the apple brandy. You know, that's yeah, see, he's even paying attention I, to you. You know what? I like this guy. That's crazy. <laughs> Pick me up at Long Island City on. one day. We'll go on a trip. Listen, we got there's so much to do up there. It's unbelievable. I have to yeah, go. That's great. Up there, it's over there, really. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, John. Thanks a lot for calling the show, man. I appreciate it. Love you, John. John. You got to lo- love all you guys. John, right. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. John, who's, oh. your, favorite- <laughs> John, who's your favorite baseball we'll team? Your bed together. Oh, John, who's your favorite baseball team? Uh, the Boston Bruins. Oh, uh, the Boston Bruins. That's a, that's hockey, a hockey team. team. I hope they get fucking beaten seven <laughs> games in the, fucking, in the playoffs. John, before, before, before he goes after your whole family, let, let me turn down this thing. John's got the best laugh. <laughs> John, seriously, who's Literally, your best baseball? Who's your favorite baseball like team? Sports punches. talk for a second. Who's your favorite baseball team? All right, in all in all seriousness, yes. my favorite baseball team are the Rockford Peaches. There you go. <laughs> Look at him quoting League of Their Own. That's crazy. There's you got no some references in baseball. 
All right, John. <laughs> crying in baseball. You're the you're the best, John. Thanks. Thanks oh, for sitting right straight. Leave her alone. Shut up, Doris. <laughs> you watch that movie too much. It's up on comes it's a great movie. I know. Put it on a promo. I've watched so, it several yeah. times. It's just you know every line, don't you? No, there's no crying in baseball. God, that's the only thing I know. What are you fucking kidding me? He's got a and it was something about what was it? Never mind. Who gives a fuck? Goodbye, John. Hang up the phone. Bye bye. All right, later, guys. Uh, it's John from Queens. Thanks a lot for calling in. That's your brother-in-law, you said, right? Yeah. Oh, best, boy. Best brother-in-law. You got, you, yeah. We got to come to your right family now, parties. Anyway. Fuck all this <laughs> shit. You have a in cast of characters that are just going to be at this place, and, and we're going to try to meet them all when you guys open. You got to get the whole oh, family in. for you guys today. It's going to be a good time. When is this going to happen? When, uh, well, I don't know. Come well, on, you know. We'll, we'll get into you that. Have a date? We'll get into that. Do you have a date? So we are Don't break. say the date. Just do you have a date? I have an estimate. Okay, so we're going to get back to that oh, wait a minute, wait, right after it, the break. we got to go to a break. Wait, 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 we got to get a break Because I have our sponsor calling in at 9 o'clock, and then we, we want to get to Joe. Sadden. You have sponsors? Yeah, we yeah. well, Brandy. not really I mean, sponsors. but Where yeah. does your brother live? we we got a thing. We know uh, the thing we've been planning, so we got to talk to them about that. All right, here we go. This is the World of Mike and Pete, GhostRadio.com. Uh, go ahead and check us out on YouTube. I don't know why I said Facebook. Instagram. We are on Instagram Live. We're going to go ahead and close Instagram Live down for a little while uh, during the break, and then we'll pop it back up sometime in the third segment when we get uh, Joe back with us. Uh, again, if you want to give us a call, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Doves Radio. <laughs> this is the worst on Doves Radio. <laughs> Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the word. Yeah, it's the word with Mike and Pete, We are back here in the studio, 516-465-3990, If you want to make a phone call into the show, ask our friends here some questions. we got Joe from Sadden Brothers Distillery in East uh, Brooklyn, New York. We have uh, Victor and Mark and Ryan in here from Hopscotch, a brand new bottle shop opening up in Deer Park, Long Island. And we are eating cheese, drinking beer, and we're about to crack some brandy. But before we do that, we expect a uh, phone call from one of our brand new sponsors to the show. Uh, Andrew from Tap Handles is going to call in and tell us a little bit about their business and uh, the history and, and what's going on with them. I do want to, before they do call in, kind of give you the rundown on uh, what our plan is with them uh, so we don't waste more time in the back end as we wait for their, anxiously waiting for their phone call. Sorry, what did you say? You got to touch your I button. did. I oh put it my, my fucking finger down. Jesus. I said tap handles in every bars. Yes, there are tap handles in every single bar. Let me tell you something. This guy, Joe. Yeah. He's got some good bourbon. Yeah. But he looks it's like brandy. He's gonna, he brandy. looks like brandy. Brandy. Oh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Brandy bourbon. I'm on yeah. my second one. It must, <laughs> must be good. He scares me. You got me. a belly full of cheese and he, a tongue full of brandy. He scares me. <laughs> I don't he does. Know he does. He scares me. Yeah. He's, he got that look. He goes, how do I know you? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I was on an opium yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, man, that's how I know you. I go, oh, oh. this kid's going to kill me. Well, he seems okay now. <laughs> All right. I say we, when we put the uh, thing on, then we're pretty good. So, uh, is this bourbon or brandy? It is definitely uh, brandy. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to talk to Andrew from TapHandles.com. What up, Andrew? What's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going today? Very good. Look at that seamless transition into uh, us bullshitting for just a moment while you uh, made the phone call. I appreciate <laughs> you calling in tonight. How's everything, all right? Yeah, it's going well. Awesome. Uh, a little earlier over on this side of the country, but uh, just getting wrapping up with work and calling you guys. Excited to chat with you guys. Yeah, thanks a lot for calling in. Uh, just to clarify, where are you exactly located? So I live in uh, Portland, Oregon, okay. but our headquarters is up in Seattle, Washington. So pretty much some nice little uh, hubs of breweries and, and beer, craft beer explosion going on around your area. 
Portland's a, a pretty big, big one right now. People are losing their minds out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's there's a lot of lot of good beer out here. I think uh, I don't know if this is true anymore. I saw it a couple years ago that mm-hmm. Portland was the first um, major city where craft beer was over fifty percent of what was on draft in the whole city. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Cool. That's that's definitely more than anything still around here, and we're still converting people over to the craft beer religion um, here in New York and and up and down the East Coast. But I think we're we're starting to make those turns. I think it's starting to become uh, a real thing. If you consider things like Goose Island and those major market craft beer distributors, actual craft beer, still, I would almost say they're more mainstream than anything. But uh, for the most part, you know, anything like uh, Brooklyn and, and Blue Point locally uh, distributed nation, even worldwide, and uh, still considered craft beer. Yeah, they make some uh, they make some good stuff. What are you guys drinking tonight? Well, we have uh, we have Joe from Sadden Brothers uh, Distillery in East uh, Brooklyn, New York. He's here, East Brooklyn or East New York? East, East New, New York. York, East New York, right? It's Brooklyn. Um, he's Thank here. You. He, he uh, produces uh, Ocean Hill Apple Brandy. And also in studio, we have Mark, Victor, and Ryan from uh, the Hopscotch Bottle Shop, soon to be opening the first bottle shop here on Long Island uh, in Deer All Park, right. which is very close to where uh, we are right now. So those are the guests we have in studio today. And uh, again, thanks a lot for calling in. I, I want to get just uh, quickly to you uh, so we can get you in and out so we don't waste a lot of your night. Uh, and again, thank you again for everything you guys have been doing for us. We've been going back and forth with uh, some of these design notes and uh, this is going to be a really great project. So let's first start talking about the history of the company. Tell us a little bit about the background of uh, where you guys are coming from. Yeah, so we were started, uh, the owner, Paul, he started Chap Handles back in 1999. Um, and his idea was that he was going to make handles for homebrewers. Uh, and so he was just kind of making them in his garage. Uh, he was hand turning them. He was like painting them on his on his deck over in uh, West Seattle and through a couple kind of fortuitous meetings. Um, I think he went to one of the very early great American beer festivals ah. uh, to like meet some homebrewers, but he ended up meeting some breweries and um, they were like, Hey, can you make some handles for us? And from there came the first kind of like fully custom tap handle. Um, and there were custom tap handles before, but I mean like, for us kind of doing that. Yeah. And uh, that's when the light bulb went off in his head of like, hey, maybe I should be selling tap handles to uh, breweries instead of to home brewers. Right. And now, uh, what would, do you remember what the first uh, brewery was that they made tap handles for? Uh, so this is a little bit of tap handles lore here. Uh, it was either Red Hook or uh, possibly Alaskan Brewing. Oh, I know so both I'm of those. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Red Hook used to be brewed i think um in new jersey okay um they were they were part of the uh, craft brewers alliance the cba yes um, but they were they started as a um a local brewery here in in seattle um in ballard actually the neighborhood i grew up in they oh. they had a extra extra special bitter um they called it the ballard bitter <laughs> so that was one of the th- those were some of the first ones and you guys know alaskan brewing like the whale Tap handle? Yeah. Have you seen I that do. One? Yeah, actually, I was yeah, uh, so- I was on a cruise. Let's say right before the craft beer scene exploded here in New York, I was on a cruise out of Seattle up to Ketchikan, Sitka, you know, Juneau, and that kind of stuff. And uh, one of my first experiences with Alaskan ale was with um, on a ship, and they had it pretty much primarily on tap. 
the entire trip. So it was uh, interesting to have, you know, craft beer with the Alaska name on it. And it was just kind of a, a whole big, you know, experience. And I do remember the tap handles uh, pretty vividly. So it, it is very interesting that you guys helped create that one. I remember it as uh, being one of the early things that I drank. Yeah, good. Yeah, they make they make great beer, uh, great people up there. Uh, did you go to the brewery in Juneau? I didn't get did there. Um, no, we ended up going to the, the the Red Dog Saloon or one of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was a great place. It's, uh, you know, like sawdust on the floor, a piano yeah. player greets you as you come in, calling you an asshole, and, you know, you belly up to the bar, and he's like, hey, asshole, uh, you know, have another drink. You're lush. Yeah. You know, it's like John Valby meets uh, Alaska. It was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good it's a good town there. Um so yeah, so we, he, he made he kind of had this light bulb moment of custom tap handles will help people sell more beer. Right. And from there, he um, he built the company and it got larger, and we kind of have gone in lockstep with the craft beer industry. Okay. Um, and in 2007, uh, we we actually built a wholly owned manufacturing center. Wow. And we recently moved and updated that in the past couple of years. So it's. Uh, taken off quite a bit as beer took off yeah. and um good we, business to be in right time right yeah it, it was very it was very good timing on his part um and we i think we have a pretty good team assembled to help um kind of try to meet and work with and understand the stories of as many craft breweries as possible um and even beyond beer as well kind of anything that goes on draft but we're definitely primarily beer and um we do work you know we we firmly believe that having like a uh, a tap handle that, that speaks to consumers yeah like that's your opportunity to really tell your story and i guess and, that's a question like how important is it to have a very uh distinctive tap handle something that stands out against the other ones you know what what goes into designing that and thinking about that concept yeah so there's a lot of um it, it kind of depends a little bit. So we have a full in-house design team. So we have a bunch of industrial designers that we um, that we can use to to create the tap handle design. Um, and some breweries will bring us a design, and some breweries will work from the ground up to do it. Right. But the most important thing is um, is in, in our view is really making it distinctive to that customer. Okay. So there are tap handles that are super crazy. There's tap handles that are very simple. There's tall ones. There's short ones. And so you can go kind of any direction you want. But if it doesn't speak to your brand, then that's where um, that's where it can be a bit challenging. Because, again, you want you want consumers to recognize you. You want consumers to be able to uh, walk into a bar, look at the draft tower and go, oh, that's such and such. I like their beer. I'm going to order that. Uh, or if they're up on the, the counter making the decision. Uh, to be able to say like you know like hey I want to get an IPA right. what IPAs are on draft and be able to really quickly gather that information and that's um, that's really making it a distinctive thing so you it would probably take a lot of communication a lot of back and forth to really come up with a concept that would really define what the brewery is all about in a simple piece of artwork that sits there in the bar yeah and it's uh, it's a it's a really collaborative process. Um, so we we go through several ideations. You guys may have even been experiencing this with the uh, the component we're making for you guys. Ooh, but it's uh, we're only teasing <laughs> it. Yeah, teaser there. Yeah. Um, Is that maybe yeah, a speedo? So we, 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's grass in a speedo. It's, listen, can you make one with me in a speedo with chocolate nibs coming out of my nipples flowing to the side? Is that possible? Yes. Yeah, right, good. <laughs> no hesitation, just yep. Yeah, right, good. Got it. Sure. No, not a problem. That's series two. Because I was originally, I was originally in, into this idea too. So it was we. I, I tried to push it, and mm. I wanted because we want to get it in all the beer, in all the uh, the, the bars. You know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, by the way, sorry, Andrew. This is Graz. He's on Limo Talk Thursday nights here on GovsRadio.com. Graz comes into our show quite often and uh, just adds a little flavor to the show. Yeah, um, but one bit. of his standing bits is that he wants a beer brewed uh, like a chocolate stout or something of that nature. Yes. And then the image of the stout label should have him in a speedo um, and chocolate just nibs coming chocolate out of nibs my boobs, coming out of his, <laughs> his nipples. Yes. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, perfect. We Done. Could, yeah, we could we could totally make that. Um, we have made. Uh, I'm Graz. I'm assuming you have like a a very you know well put together physique. Oh, yes. dude, so, I got. I, yeah. my, I, I wear a man's ear every once in a while. Yeah. I, I just got back to the doctor. He told me to lose fifty pounds. I got big boobs. <laughs> All right. Well. We uh, yeah we could figure that out. We've we've done a couple handles with some with some guys that have uh, again like very good physiques and yes. Um, there's a so there's nothing like Raz. So it. fatty fat with fatty yeah. fat with chocolate yeah. spewing to the side you there could you do right. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Definitely. All right. Listen, I'm, I'm Andrew. I'm listening. I'm leaving, and I know Mike's got a very good interview with you coming up a little bit more. So let me ask you one question. You're in Portland right now, right? Yes. You're a Trailblazer fan. Ooh. I'm beginning to be one. Oh, I so hope I they get fucking Seattle. swept. I was, uh, I was a, a, a Sonic fan. <laughs> right, what kind of fan, then, what kind of fan are you? What's your sport well, of forte? Of, of the of the Sonics? Well, once the Sonics left, I swore off the NBA. Yeah, so I don't mind. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't blame just, it. I'm just warming up to the Trailblazers because they just beat OKC, yeah. who is obviously my my sworn enemy being a Sonics fan. Well, they're going to so. get their ass kicked in in the next round, so don't start rooting for them now. You think Golden State will take them out in oh, two seconds? Golden State's going to fucking walk all over them <laughs> like they're nothing. Kevin Durant's going to yeah. wait to them and say goodbye. He doesn't have yeah, to jump to dunk. Yeah, that'll probably happen. They have a lot more talent on the, on the Warriors team, yeah, for that's, sure. that's true. But we'll see. Hey, Andrew, I'm going to reach out to you. You can get a picture of me. I'll make my own tap handle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yo, okay. Sounds Joe. good. I can't wait for those pictures. Good night. Good night, Mike. Good night, Pete. Joe, bye, bye. I love See you. Guys. Your brandy's fantastic. We yeah. didn't even taste it yet, but well, thanks for ruining it Where's my boys over there? Spoiler Hopscotch. Alerts. Hopscotch. You got Victor, Vic, Mark, I know. Ryan. Victor, Mark, and Ryan. Bye, guys. Later. See you later. Till next time. Your cheese is phenomenal. Mark, come <laughs> in, all right? cheese. Yes. All right. But he did. The cheese that you brought is very good, so we'll get back the to all that. The beer and cheese. Hopscotch rules. Mm-hmm. Andrew from uh, Tap Handles rules. Mm-hmm. He's like a Joe, Joe from, yeah. what is it, Cedar, Cedar Creek? What is it? Yes. Ocean Hill. Ocean, Ocean Hill, Hill, Apple yeah. Brandy. Dude, you don't Andrew, have you? Andrew. You gotta get a you gotta get a shipment of this shit. It puts hair on your nipples. Oh, it's delicious. It really is. Yeah, it sounds good. It is really good, dude. Thank you. All right. Joe's got the personality of a wet nap, but his brandy's good. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't given him the floor yet. That's why he hasn't been there. All right, you took your headphones See off you. and no fucking clue. All right, he's getting off. All right, so sorry, uh, Andrew. So let's just talk about uh, something other than tap handles. So what else does the company offer besides just having that point of sale at the taps? Yeah. So we do a, a few other products. Um, we do lit signage. So the idea there is that uh, the tap handle, we think of it as the most important tool because it's used at the point of decision-making for a drinker. Yes. But then once you're just in the bar, you're hanging out, um, 
uh, a sign will be more impactful, especially if it's lit on okay. the wall because you're you're looking at it and with uh, and it, it can go in windows as well. And so with things getting more and more competitive, uh, brand building is really, really critical. Yes. Uh, so a sign is a great way to do that. Um, and then we also do kind of other large format point of sale okay. things that uh, we we're very you know, everything we do is custom, very creative company. And so we've done things as varied as like a, a four foot tall, um, fully molded famous grouse or famous grouse. Um, yeah. And it's like 200 pounds. And we just, are you guys familiar with uh, New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger? Oh, yeah. With the uh, guy in the army helmet with the glasses or the goggles? Yeah, the skeleton yeah. guy. Yes. Yeah, so we just did a, a full size. Um, Voodoo Ranger, really? Um, yeah, that oh, they sorry. can put out in market, do like that's fucking crazy. Case stackers around mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So we look for we look for highly customized products that we can use our expertise in design and manufacturing hmm. to again just help help sell more beer, help bring folks' story to life. Um, can glorifiers, bottle glorifiers, back of bar displays, right. um, things like that. So uh, with that all said, and so this is part of what we were trying to bring to the table for us, um, my thought process was this. uh, In order to kind of tie in everything from breweries to um, bars and restaurants to the show, what what I had originally thought and what Pete and I were kind of tossing back and forth is this concept of kind of establishing that relationship at the restaurant point of sale. So we turned to you. And asked, you know, what your thoughts were, and you guys came up with some uh, really great uh, artwork and concepts that we're going to use. We're going to use adapters at the tap handles. Um, we've only seen it used once around here for a different branding, different kind of branding. So I wanted to go in that direction, but not be a biter, pretty much. Um, and with right. that said, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on the? Uh, so I'll, I'll explain it really quick. So what we're trying to do is have a adapter on the tap handle, small adapter that goes in between the uh, spout and the handle itself. And on that handle adapter, there's going to be our logo um, and the tap handles logo to help promote them because they are truly sponsoring this whole adventure. And then of course, above that is going to be the brewery that will be a guest on the show, whether it be a a past guest or a future guest or something will come up with the concept in regards to timing. So at the point of sale, now you have this tap handle, number one, it raises up about three to four inches. Mm -hmm. Um, So now that's set up a little higher, and I guess it depends on the bar if it can adapt that. Um, But also it kind of helps promote that, sends it up higher for the the brewery. Mm -hmm. Then there's a conversation piece then at the bar or point of sale where what is that thing underneath there and what is that logo and what does that do? And now the bartender or retail owner or whoever is is doing, making that point of sale can say, oh, so this is the concept. Uh, there is a beer podcast, a beer radio show. Really, I call it a live radio show because we're live and we'll podcast it later. And this is the brewery that was on the show. So if not only do you want to taste the beer, you can now get the story behind the beer. And the whole concept of this, along with Joe and you guys, is finding out you know the history of where you guys came from and getting really in-depth to not only the beer or the spirit or the cider or whatever you guys are producing, but then hear the person that's doing it. You actually get the interview, get the whole con- – I don't know. What, is that you, Andrew? Are you are you chiming uh, in on me? Are you Windows that, 98-ing me? That beat, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about I'm that. Just, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't give a fuck. So uh, it, uh, so that that was the whole concept, right? It was just to put that all together so then at, at the bars and restaurants and even at the breweries, 
there's that that talking point where like what is that so now they get to hear what they probably can't hear at the bar and restaurant what they may not hear at the brewery the history the the love the passion the people behind that because for us it was all about you know us just being naturally curious about what everyone is doing uh because we don't want to do it ourselves i don't want to honestly distill anything i don't want to open a shop i just want to take my paycheck go home and enjoy everything you guys are doing as a consumer so that's what our natural curiosity was was to kind of explore that with our podcast and i feel like that can help other people have that same exploration even though they're not the ones asking the questions maybe they don't feel comfortable being on air but they feel like they listen they learned they got a history they understand it more I think people's curiosity is going to surprise people that they really are going to be curious about what everyone is doing in this industry. And I think we have a huge audience that's going to help support that. And again, this is not a, a, a monetary venture whatsoever. We just want to help promote the entire cycle here at the, the local level, local level. Andrew, so what do you think, um, you know, the, the concept when you first heard it, what did you think about that? Yeah, I, I really liked it. I mean, the... Part of why craft is so great is this is the community that you're talking about and is getting to know where the beer that you're drinking is from and getting to know those people. So anything that promotes that, I think, is positive. And especially um, in areas where, like you guys were saying, there's still a lot of folks that um, maybe haven't dipped their toes into craft beer as much yet. Right. Uh, giving them something to uh, giving them an indicator at the bar and giving them a place to go and listen to you guys talk and kind of meet the meet the producers on a more intimate level, I think is I think it's a great idea. I, I really, um, when Pete and I first discussed it, uh, it was it, it was very hard to kind of nail down the exact concept. But again, thank you very much for helping us out with the whole design concept and everything from start to finish and, and trying to get this uh, promotion off the ground. I think it's going to work very well to get, uh, you know, viewers and, and, and also, again, for the breweries to, to see the uh, Tap Handle logo on there and hear, you know, your story from our show or hear about it through the website and, and through other people's experiences. And I'm sure there's plenty of breweries here on Long Island that have used your company to uh, create Tap Handles. That's the kind of stuff that will help drive your business as well. Even though it's not particularly local, it's still in the scene. It's in the larger community national, nationally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we, um, even though we are kind of in, in Seattle on the other side of the country, we definitely view the broader craft beer scene as, as a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we love, working, we love working with everybody. Awesome. Uh, do you have anything else to add that I missed on our uh, point of uh, Q&A? Uh, no, that's it. I mean, thanks again for having us on. And again, like you guys keep keep spreading the word. Absolutely. Uh, keep, keep introducing new people to beer and um, introducing the consumers then to the breweries and to the distilleries and the and the folks doing the bottle shops. That's a very important step as well. Absolutely. Um, to help help connect everybody. So, uh, thanks again for having me on. We're super excited to see see this come out in market and see yep. how it goes and. Um, look forward to hearing more from you guys. Awesome, Andrew. Thanks a lot for thanks calling, calling in. in, Andrew. This Thank is you. Andrew from TapHandles.com. Do me a favor. If you guys are all interested in any of this, go to uh, TapHandles.com slash W-O-R-T, TapHandles.com slash Wart. You can have a quick uh, look at uh, contact, send them information over, uh, send your information over to them, and then once we get our tap handles up, we should have some more pictures and stuff out there once we've approved the design and all that good stuff. And then you'll see it out in the bars and restaurants locally here on Long Island and hopefully beyond. 
Cool. All right. Well, thanks, you guys, and you all have a good night. Thanks again, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Cheers. Light up. Cheers. That's Andrew from TapHandles.com. Thanks a lot for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. So there's our uh, concept, and that's why, ooh, I said, Mark, you uh, can be a, uh, a sort of large part of that. Titan servers, I love the idea. Um, so yeah, so really like if you had a, a point of sale where your, you know, your growler station is, and so coming up in, let's say, two weeks, three weeks, we have Squareheads coming in. So we'll make the contact with them. We'll tell them which bars and restaurants we have our adapters in. Mm-hmm. They will contact those vendors. They will get their beer to you, um, and you guys can work out your deal. That I don't want any part of financial nonsense. And we will promote the whole bigger concept between uh, their beer, our show, your place, and, of course, Tap Handles Trifecta. being played. Right. It's, I, I think it's, all, like he said, it's all about the community and getting everything going. So uh, thanks again, Andrew, for calling in. Uh, appreciate that. And I've been working with Jamal, too. i got to give him a shout-out. He's been really helpful along the way. He's the business end of that. And uh, Andrew leads a little more of the sales team. So, you know, there's, there's a, a, lot, a great business model that they have done, and they've supplied thousands of breweries across uh, the United States and beyond with their tap handles. So, have you guys done any renderings? Like, of, of Oh, yeah, designs? I have pictures. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. We have stuff. We, we, we approved one design, but we want to switch it over. Pete made some really good uh, uh, observations from the outside world saying, you know, you got to think about where you're going into a bar and it being dark, and it's really got to shine. It's got to kind of stand out a little bit. Um, and I think that on top of it being raised in a different shape than the other guy's doing. Scrolling LED. <laughs> wow. I was going to say nobody's doing that yet. That's no. that's true. Just write it. Totally do it. Yeah. Wow. It, that's going to be a it's low power. Nine volt I'm battery. Say, <laughs> lithium. No, be yeah. those little uh, hearing aid batteries would be pretty cool. Yeah. Slip a couple of those in there, like the little Spider-Man fans, and then when you see the words come in the fan, <laughs> you see that that'd be fantastic. But no, the the design has been really cool. Uh, very simple that it doesn't cost them a million dollars. Um, free advertising in the bars and restaurants, and again for for us, it's about the show and then tying well, it into the guest exposure out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really cool. So uh, again, uh, thanks a lot, Andrew and Jamal, for everything you guys have done. Taphandles.com/slash/wart w-o-r-t. Thank you guys very much for for sitting through that. And uh, what I was looking at you for is. This guy is the, the woodworking king, and I'm sure you probably poked him. was like, man, I should have fucking thought about this shit. <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny. Mark mentioned, he said, what about the tap handles? He sent me a link, and I said, yeah, we could totally do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it's, it seems like, not that it's easy, but on the local scale for people who want very small batch customized stuff, right. that would work out very yeah. well. I think that would be great. What kind of uh, Joe? What kind of products? Like you do you have? You don't have a point of sale point right now, retail space. No. So what? What do you think? And what have you seen from other brandy or spirit um, companies they've been using in regards to products to help promote? I was going to get to you while he was talking, but I want to cut him off. So what are they using to promote? Yeah, the glassware is a big deal. Coasters, maybe. Coasters, signage, signage, patches, stickers, T-shirts. That's kind of what we've done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the sign, the signage would be cool because it's a really nice logo. It's very clean, simple, the right font. I think it perfectly markets what you're doing. Like the to what... holiday gift box. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, this is, there's got to be like a whole a design and marketing kind of scheme involved with that because those things, when you come out in the, the liquor stores and you see them with the glassware and the bottle and then there's all this artwork around it, Something's got to be well thought out. Believe it or not, we have a stupid little, no, no offense, guys, but we have this little adapter, and we've gone back and forth for weeks about it. So I would imagine something on a bigger scale. Even this label was seven, eight iterations. 
sessions. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Do, you, now, do you have a design team? You have someone that created that you draw it out? or crowdsourced it with uh, 99 Designs. Okay. And local uh, place? Uh, a graphic designer. Okay. It's Let's, like an online, it's an online aggregate. Yeah. All right. Let's get into that. Can we, we ready to talk? Yeah, uh, I'm ready to talk about brandy. brandy? Yeah. Let's get some brandy in me. Before. So Joe, where uh, can we get the uh, the the uh, origin story here? What's uh... <laughs> let's get the words. So start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, um, please. I wrote a thesis to uh, for grad school. I was at NYU. Which you mentioned uh, that, and it still kind of blows my mind that you say it even twice. Yeah, and that was that was this is what it was. I met uh, Ralph Lorenzo up in uh, Baby Bourbon, Hudson Valley. Yeah, He's Hudson like Valley. The Godfather of craft spirits. So I met. Oh, by him. the way, I'm going to be up there. Uh, sorry, for, uh, right across the street from Jellystone. Jelly Stone um, is uh, like a is that where Yogi family ca- family <laughs> campground. <laughs> it literally is uh, less than a quarter of a mile walking distance from where I'm going to be staying. We went there last year, and I walked right over and did the Hudson Baby Bourbon whole. Yeah. St- they do um, cordials. They have uh, a vodka, a couple of flavored vodkas. Yeah. Really nice little campus because they have a restaurant there. They can't technically mix anything, mm-hmm. so you get your little tasting up at the distillery. And you walk down the hill for like two seconds, and you're in a restaurant that sells all of their stuff, and you can do any number of things with it. Yeah. Great little space. It's, it's a great concept. Yeah, his backstory is actually pretty good. Too. Yeah. He, he started, um, he wanted a rock climbing gym, and his neighbor <laughs> uh, protested it. So he figured the most obnoxious business he could come up with was, uh, <laughs> Alcohol. was a whiskey distillery, and then he's lobbied you know, all yeah. the and changed the laws for the rest of us. Yep. Yeah. He really did. There's, yeah. there's, it's a huge. It's it's sprawled out now. He's got. Yeah. You well, know, he's the, been since bought out by Brown Foreman. And he's, he has. Yeah, he's a major. Oh, player. all right. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. That's non, why you see him non, in all the major. Closed uh, eight figure dollar amount, right? Something crazy <laughs> like that. Living in upstate New York, where the taxes are <laughs> zip to dream, none. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has very little overhead, I would imagine, up there with yeah, the. But I think it was like fifteen years um, since he he started. So like that's mm. how young craft distilling in in New York. Yes. Is. And to go back to our last caller, Seattle is like ground zero. It's hard for me to admit New York is second in anything, but craft spirits, craft, it's, craft beer too. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's really where it starts, and then I'd say we're number two right now. Wow. So, so what, what was your thesis on? How, how does one so get a thesis to, yeah, on so making alcohol? Because I had to write a business. Plan clearly, I missed the boat. Okay. Clearly, <laughs> uh, I fucked up in college. And so I met I met Ralph, and then I'm like, you know, this is it. This is what I'm gonna do. This is cool, right? And beer. Beer's beer. Everyone's doing it. Nobody's sure. really doing craft spirits. So um, I just I started researching it. I started touring distilleries. It was a great way to like vent between studying. And, uh, <laughs> and would you, then, By the way, what did you get on the paper, on the thesis? It was like a pass-fail graduate. So oh, okay. So yeah, you passed. Yeah. Obviously. I aced it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So then, uh, then I graduated, and it was like, all right, so like maybe I'll just continue down this path and see what I can see if I can pull it off. Now the difference between brewing and distilling is you have to have a license to distill. Any anything without a license is bootlegging, and mm. the IRS wants their tax. I'm pretty sure they frown upon that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely illegal. No so, way. Um, you know, I didn't do it, just like and everyone else. They didn't do it. Um, <laughs> but to, to get the license, you need the property, you need the equipment first. So okay. in, you know, in New York City, industrial property is astronomical, and at the time, the licensing was anywhere from eight to twelve months. So you have to carry that, you know, $70,000 yeah. a month rent. Fuck that noise. Yeah, and, and so it's <laughs> impossible. It's essentially impossible. So 
for me, I had to, um, you know, kind of find a sponsor, find somebody that didn't mind, you know, you being free there, free rent, and squatting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I worked it out. It took me about a year and a half to do that. Then the federal license, uh, that was 14. Where'd you months. end up doing that with? Um, well, that, I'm in East New York. No, no, but I, where'd you end up squatting? Still in my same no, uh, like uh, rent free. I mean, are you in are you in someone else's business or no? That's illegal. But um, oh, right. okay. So like, I'm, 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 I'm in the back of a warehouse and I have okay. to submit blueprints and everything. And, All right, that's like um, I, I was going with that. Like you're yeah. in a space. Obviously, yeah, you didn't yeah, just yeah. break into some place and, no, and no, truly no, squat no, somewhere. No, okay. No, I, I mean, I signed a lease. I have to submit all the documents. Okay. Financial statements, everything. Right. It's all up and up, and then and then so then the state, I could have done it concurrently and, and, and hired a lawyer, but I'm just mm. kind of chipping away. It's like a part time thing. Um, so and then the state they wanted pictures, and so I submitted this uh, a photo of a little five gallon pot still I bought in Tennessee, <laughs> right? Like a garage sale item yeah. in this empty five thousand square foot warehouse. <laughs> the, state, the state of New York was just like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. So uh, we'll give you a conditional approval. Go buy real equipment. And then I, you know, I went from there. So once wow. I had the conditional approval, I spent the money. I bought a little nano still, 25 gallon like a uh, pilot still. Okay. Um, and that's what I'm running on right now. And with that conditional, you can fully no with the conditional. Then I bought the equipment. I hired the electrician. You know, I did the plumbing. Yeah. Um, that just gave me the confidence to spend more money. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's the, okay. Okay. Right? So um, once that was done, I reapplied with the state. They gave me my license. Then there's eight other licenses I had to get after that: marketing, <laughs> trucking. You know everything. Yeah. Right. They just Everyone want, wants their piece. Yeah, of course, New York State wants their money. Um, and then I started experimenting, and uh, I pulled the apples up in Hudson Valley. Uh, I worked with uh, Jericho Turnpike. There's a cider mill down there, so you know he started pressing the apples for me, and then fermenting in a 55 gallon stainless steel drums. Hmm. So I taught myself how to make hard cider, and then you know you distill it from there. And what kind of spirits did you not distill before getting the license that led you to, to brandy? Straight prison hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know, the sugar shine. Yeah, sugar shine boy. Bought, so, okay. You know, five pounds of sugar, 20 gallons. All I know about distilling that I'm sure is all bullshit is from that stupid Discovery show. I've never watched Fucking Moon that, Show. You probably, it's Moonshiners. Yeah. Probably should. It, it seems like total bullshit. They're in the middle of the woods and like... I, the side of a tree stump, and all of a sudden they got like you know. The ATF is gonna bust this any minute, but I have this whole fucking film crew with me <laughs> with drones showing you nice, yeah. beautiful overhead yeah. sweeps. Yeah. Oh no, they have no part of that. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, so tell us a little about your equipment. I know you went out and bought that other stuff. So tell us a little about the setup. Yeah, so I, it's a small like pilot still, twenty-five gallon uh, column still. Um, now explain that because like I'm I'm so familiar with brewing equipment, so kind of break down what what goes into that. Okay, so so distilling you're essentially taking your beer, your cider, whatever your your base alcohol wine, your mash, right? Is that the that, is that a right term? Again, yeah, it's a from mash, from a fucking which, discovery. So I show. don't know, I don't know beer, right? But mash, I think it's a, beer is a two step process, I believe. Yes, right. So you're only taking the first step. Right? Okay, um, you're not fermenting it. No, you are fermenting it. Okay. So you're either taking a juice, right? Right. Or an oatmeal. Okay. Grain-based, yep. whatever, sure. which is your beer. You ferment it once, and then you're cooking it from there. Okay. Where I and think beer takes it one more step and filters it, and then... Sure. Ferments, maybe? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what you're making in regards to the process that it would take a few more steps. I think you're hit, you're you're heating in the second time, right? So you're, yeah, you're there's another boil. You're evaporating. Basically. Well, with them. 
with my juice, so my juice, it, it's so take your like my process. It's it's unpasteurized apple juice, right? Mm -hmm. Apple cider. I pitch the yeast You're two weeks later, it. fermenting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and then I have a, I have a hard cider. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm at like seven percent. Yeah. Right? He could take beer and then distill. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. you know, you mentioned Squarehead. I've had multiple conversations with him, and we're gonna work something out. Really? And I want to make. Um, Empire Rye is a new category in New York. Yes. I've gotten into and I really want to get in that space, but I don't have the equipment, right? Uh, so, right. so that's why I, I went with a juice base, not like a grain base, because I didn't have the equipment. Different type of equipment to make. I couldn't cook okay. up the grain, right? Got it. Um, so it eliminated one piece of equipment out of my process. Which okay. Is, for me, it's always cost-based. Sure. So, um, you have a day job, that's uh, yeah, I'm sure, and, yeah. And, like, this is... My Saturday morning, I'm up at seven, and I'm hanging out in a warehouse all by myself until five, six, and then. Do you um, know what? I wouldn't mind that. I don't want a job. I'm just saying I wouldn't mind <laughs> that in life. Just going somewhere and being alone for eh, ten hours. I could find lots to do with my mind during that time. I've read a lot of books. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Or yeah, listen to a lot of podcasts, or picked up a crocheting. I don't know. I would do something though, you know. As I'm waiting for it. So the process, let's talk about that for a moment. So is there uh, an intense moments of time and then it's a lot of waiting or how does the whole, you know, process? Yeah, so the heat up, I'm about two hours, just under two. Summer, it's a little less. Winter, two and a half. And then uh, my stripping run. Uh, so I, I, it's, it start with, say, 8%. Right? Okay. Um, and then and I run it through. It's like six to seven hour process. 25 gallons, I yield about seven gallons. Okay. Um, so you're really boiling it and taking that out. Crazy. Roughly, I know. Roughly 30% alcohol on my stripping run. Right? Wow. And I do that nice and fast. And so then on my spirit run, day four, because um, I get about a third of the yield. And then to run my fourth time, now I have 21 gallons. That's a long day. Yeah. There, 10, 12 hours, because I want that to go as slow as possible. To pull as much flavor as possible. Okay. okay. And that's really the key is the sl uh, slow and low, like with meat. Absolutely. You want to be slow thing. and low with that. Oh, okay. Keep okay. those, I guess, molecularly, you want the 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 flavor particles to be attached to the evaporated. Um, you get a better separation. Yeah. Right? Where you go fast, you're going to pick up more heavier alcohol in the front, which is going to give it a more, you know, more. Oh, so there's a balance you, there, too. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And then I take it from that, and I put them all in little pint glasses, and it's almost like a bell curve, mm. right? The first four or five, you know, gets too scrapped. much alcohol. It, well, it's or, it's the bad alcohol, okay? Right, so that's like your yes. isopropyl acetone, things like that, right? Right. It's not your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want it. Stuff you don't want to drink. Polish, that's sure. George, Georgie yeah. vodka. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. By the way, uh, and, and with that said, I, I have a pretty wild story where I uh, beer bonged Georgie vodka with oh. iced tea mix. Oh. <laughs> And a beer bong, and the next day I shat water. Just to let you guys know all that about me. That was in college. I upper decked my underwear and walked out of the mess hall, as I call it. Good times. Uh, to get back down the hill to class. The uh, work brought to you by Papa Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Georgie. It's definitely Georgie. Which is why it? we're brought by Papa Vodka. <laughs> Your shits will be solid. Have you drank that? I've never beer bonged iced tea and vodka mixed again, just so you know. I would fucking hope. Why never. You I was 18 years old in college. Why wouldn't I do that? Try it out. See what happens. Learn my lesson. Never again. I Terrible can't drink way to live. Anymore. 
What? I I had a near death experience with rum, so rum. I, I love can't rum. drink rum anymore. I drink straight rum. I Can love we rum. hear this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's something we'll say for another show of the worst. Um. So, uh, what do you in the end after that entire process? What do you? How many? Gallons, let's say, or a barrel. What are you calling it in barrels or gallons? Gallons. How many gallons, gallons are you yielding gallons. from that last stage? Um, so I, I pull it off at like 140. I water it down. So one run gets me about five gallons at about 120, 130 proof. Wow. Wow. And then I'll barrel it. Yeah. And what, like, uh, what kind of barrels are you using to, to age it? So how long I, does that take? Yeah, so I have new, um, there's one coop. well, there's three cooperages in New York, but the best, in my opinion, uh, Adirondack Cooperage, and he's got, you know, the insane shop, laser temperature, it's like, because a lot of flavor comes from the wood. Right. Yeah. right. A lot of flavor comes from wood. Um, so I have, I, I'm experimenting with the new barrels, but then I've also, this the first three, three barrels I laid down, I used um, second use malt whiskey barrels Ooh. from a distiller up in Syracuse who I have a lot of respect for. And Which one was that? I was uh, just up there. Old couple... Home? Old Home. I know of Old Home. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic maple bourbon. Mm. Like, mm. It's mind-blowingly good. Uh, I, I so, thought I... Aaron, I, I worked a deal with Aaron and he gives me his old barrels. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we kind of split the cost. Okay. And, and then it pulls a lot of the flavor. You get a lot of nuttiness off of uh, the malt. Yeah. And certain dis- uh, spirits, you, you can only use that barrel once, right? Is that the... So, um... Bourbon by law, that's is new it's... American oak. Okay, every time use it once, if, done. If you're gonna call it bourbon, yeah, right. Hmm. Otherwise, you have the to call American it... spirit, and there's history behind that, right? So, right. So prohibition, the the major distillers went off to Canada, and then when prohibition came back, the American distillers were at a disadvantage quantity wise. So right. to, to stop the Canadians from coming down. They, they had Congress enact that law. law keep to those say commies you can't out. Call it bourbon. To, keep, to keep the Canadian whiskey out of America. Huh. Essentially. Yeah. Interesting. And so you, I'm sorry, yielding, would you say, what was, the, what was the number of gallons are you yielding at the end? I know. Well, off of, so it's three stripping runs right. to one um, um, spirit run. I pull about five gallons, roughly 120 proof. Wow. Wow. Okay. And how many bottles does that fill? That gives for me you? like 70 bottles. 70. Because then once I pull it cases, off, I yeah. proof it. To 80. Wow. And so I'm so going about 70. 25 gallons gets you 70 bottles. It's <laughs> actually more. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's 100 gallons gets me like, 100 gallons of, of raw cider, apple raw, cider yeah. gets me about 75 bottles. Damn. It's, it's <laughs> wildly crazy. inefficient. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wildly Now you know why I mean, liquor costs sense. so much. I mean, you're, dr- <laughs> you're pulling out all the water. Of I mean, course. ultimately, that's what I had to, like, so nobody will tell you this, right? And, like, you can read it, but nobody will tell you. So you have to learn on your own. And of course. Now I'm here. Now I've validated the business model. <laughs> I'll go buy a 500-gallon setup and a steam generator. And and know, everything. And then get down yeah. to what maybe, you like know. Like, the, f- the first three times I did it, I'm like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> are there any, what am I doing? On a different setup, are there any efficiency gains where, you you know, you're you're getting – uh, a little bit of yield yeah, out like of a the, step here, a steam step there. Generator, you're double boiling, right? Like my heating elements in it, so I can't cook on the grain. Like I couldn't mm. make it, so I'd have to, I have to separate the grain. And I, I've made one bourbon run. Well, I did five, but I did one bourbon run, and it just, it's very difficult because I have to strain all the grain out before because my elements in the still. So if oh I get to a gosh. steam generator and then and then I can double boil it, it's. I mean, that's just common practice. What everyone's doing. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Mm. So, well, let's taste some yeah, of this shit. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's uh, try this. 
And by shit, I mean Delicious. the deliciousness that and the hard has, work that you sound uh, like you put in. Yeah. yeah, I want to taste what uh, one hundred gallons down to these small bottles tastes like. If we could, uh, maybe let, we t- could let me see. Let me pass some of this butter. I just want to see it again. Go with it. Oh, yeah, what do you so got? Brian, you want to cut? Uh, maybe we'll pass out the uh, chive. Is that what it is? No. What's that? Rosemary and garlic. So Rosemary this is off garlic, your first yeah. batch. This is. This is the first barrel. Yeah. Wow. So eight months. Mm-hmm. This this aged for eight months. Um, you can over oak spirits, and I. It's in my opinion. This is maybe a little, little too over oaked. Like it did. You think apple, so? Yeah. I don't think the apple pulled through as much as I wanted it to. Okay. Um. Yeah, here, go ahead. But it's this unique. is uh, it's yeah. unique, and and so like some things people will say, right? Like uh, you're you're losing consistency, but that's actually like kind of the advantage, right? Because it's it's unique, right? Um, I like that. I mean, everything here, the the look, how it would appear on the shelf, how it's just you got the right, you know, um, was it like copper? Yeah, reflective copper, copper um, metal lacing. Metal lacing, yeah. Almost like uh, what we're trying to do with our it's tap handles, we're going to do like a gold leaf yeah, lacing. Yeah, it it's a copper leaf. Handle. Yeah, same concept. Nice. It just kind of shines in the, you know, you catch a little bit of the reflection there, and yeah. it's it's very nice. And it wraps around all the way to the back, too. So even on the mm-hmm. back, you have your logo there yeah, and, and nice. the whole background here and, and information about the brandy. So uh, <laughs> this is not your grandma's apple brandy. <laughs> uh, grandma was more of a uh, Kahlua and milk drinker in my house. White Russian? Like a, like the like the dude. She it was the dude incredible. in my house. Incredible mm. smile. Um, where's that open bottle? Where do we put that open bottle? Yeah, I think we killed it. Yeah, I'll open it. All right. Open up. Oh, here's the other one. I'm, I'm like, we had three bottles. That's fine. May I have some more, please? Ooh. So now I know you're not quite a can You were well. saying before that you weren't happy with the amount of apple smell that you got from it. it so because I've gone down this path now, um, I Ooh. just rewind. I started as a, like a bourbon guy, and then you know, I evolved into scotches, and my whole palate's gone. But then I got into <laughs> the French Cavados. Right, and that's so that now I'm drawing off of that, and that's that's ultimately what I'm after yeah. is is like a proper French Calvados, and that's what I'm striving to become. New so York how would you how would you enhance Ooh. this even more? So I experimented with a bunch of yeast, and I think it's just finding the right yeast combination. It's crazy. Yeah, it it really is. Temperature so control and yeast, right? And then wood. I got the wood dialed in. I, I experimented with the woods. I figured out yeah. what'll pull, where it'll pull, um, but the yeast. Right, so I tried, I tried like an old Edinburgh Scottish Ale. I've done Champagne, and then there's also the actual apple varieties and the combinations. Right, right. right. That was gonna be my next question. What, what are you using? Varieties too, um, which I'm still Do trying mess to navigate. With water composition, like is that? I haven't gotten like, there. Brewery, yeah, like the proofing, is like yeah. Um, but I think the pH balance of that, yeah, and yeah, a whole nother world. Absolutely, really I think, I think that's distinctly new york right like our bagels our pizza so like i'm right. kind of just pulling from the tap what's the matter with what's the butter? better than brooklyn water yeah. you know that's kind of how i feel about it um, <laughs> i could go get you know the water filtration system but then i think that long island water is mike's favorite today. topic it really is one of my favorite things gives it that that, that, that uniqueness no the uniqueness like you, you're you're using homegrown water i mean that's yeah. coming straight mm-hmm. from the tap i mean yeah. it really shows it's in the, the aquifer character. Right. Well, the yes. ones in, in New York City, depending on where you're where you're stationed, are coming from upstate. Yeah. But again, long it's New York water. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then stuff that out in like, um, we're going to say Western Nassau County and of course all of Eastern is coming from the aquifer, which you can say is what's the leading cause of cancer here on Long Island, but who's saying that? I mean, great. really, yeah. I mean, it's great. breast cancer. So. Super fun <laughs> sites. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I th- it has a lot to do with it, but it, do you think that really matters when you're kind of double cooking along the way that that... Well, you got to proof it down, right? So, like, oh, it's uh, got you got right? yeah, because so, like, you're I getting to what he said, like 130, yeah. 140, yeah. and then I'm barely okay. at like 120, 130. Wow, right? like I watered. Down What's that like, by the way? Is it flammable at that point? It's it's diesel. Yeah. Definitely diesel. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I do I do two parts. And you have to sample that shit, yeah. right? Like so, yeah. like the first few times. We're what is that? What is that morning like? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, Orange I went, juice I and burns. Like, and is Uber your friend? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I did it with a, a seasoned alcoholic friend, and, and we, <laughs> good term. We, we dialed it in. We dialed it in, but it's uh, two parts water to one part oh, okay. spirit, mm-hmm. and then you're literally taking. A sip, a small sure. sip. Sure. You know, it's not a full shot, and then, you, you know, you, you get you get it, you get it. It took some time, but you get it. Well, right away when you bring it up to close to your nose, you could definitely smell the apples. It smells yes. like a fresh batch of cut apples. Okay. Um, what what varieties what apples are are in this are in this batch? That's the quiz I should have. Um, we had Empire, Cortland, two other. There's four varieties. Gala, Pink Lady, Max, Red Delicious. There's Max, Golden Delicious, Gala, Golden Delicious. Ooh. Yeah, no, I had Lingle. four varieties. My kid will only eat Honey notes, Crisp. Really? They're really good yeah. though. You can't just fool her because she's I a mean, child. I don't feel like having that argument. <laughs> I just give in every time. Yeah. That's... Um, so you were talking about you know in the process the the, the I don't want it's not a harsh burn whatsoever, but any sort of burn that comes from it. When it hits your tongue, your mouth, it's fine. It's within a few seconds after that that you start to feel a little bit of that. So is that, that that's the bottom burn? I think you were saying. Well, you'll get you get a different so different spirits will give it to you at a different place, right? So, oh, but okay. uh, what I'm saying is yeah, that like so deliberate how you the process you did to get that to that level to that point? No, I didn't. I didn't pull it. it just it just kind of came with it, and I figured mm. it out. Um, I know that. As I evolve and, and as I've gotten into it, and I, I you know, I have barrels laid down, mm-hmm. so I won't know until I crack the barrels. And now I'm experimenting with time and, and how long. Like this batch was eight months. The the next two barrels we'll see over a year, um, and we'll see like the tannins from the wood, uh, the char level of the wood, mm-hmm. if, if it's heavily. Charred. All of that impacts flavor. Yeah, yeah. And so, if you use like a heavily charcoal barrel and you, you let it sit longer. The heat it pulls through, and that charcoal acts as a filtration. Right, exactly. So this barrel didn't see a full year. It went down in the peak of summer, and then it came out in the spring. So Hmm. maybe if it went through the summer again, that evaporation through the charcoal, we're gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out in the next barrel. So, um, so how many uh, how many bottles are you filling per barrel? Between 140, 150. Okay, so not bad. Oh, all right. I mean, it seems like not a huge yield when you're talking about mass volume, but when you get down the bottles and then, you know, what the, I guess, the price point for where you're distributing and what you're doing um, ends up being, obviously, because it's 80 proof, you're going to get more. For It's not like it's a, you know, a, uh, like a bomber or a 22 of something where you get 5, 10, 20 bucks. You're going to get uh, a higher level price point for better yeah, I'm craft trying distilled. To, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, retail it at, right at 40, 35, 40. Okay, yeah. No, you could get that. I, I could pitch, I could 
you know, I can push it at farmer's markets because I had a farm distiller. Um, so I go oh, after that. Oh, so let's talk about that. And that, that means part you could of also, licensing? couldn't you, you could distribute through breweries too, right? That have a farm yeah, license, right? Yeah. And that's I guess that's part I'm of the conversation after, with Squarehead. That's kind of why I'm here with you. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. Unfortunately, so, I didn't bring our brewers with us today. Yeah, so, but what, what's uh, evolved now is, is the more recent batches, I kind of worked a deal out with uh, Rich at Bridge and Tunnel. Mm. Right. right. So he had uh, a huge inventory left over from 2018 from his, his black cider, he called it. And his cider is actually a little bit better than my cider. I'm not a cider guy. It's, I'm, I'm still learning, right? I'm, I'm aspiring. Um, but I liked it better. And so I, I've been distilling his for the last two months. And we kind of worked a deal out. And then so I gave him my first barrel. And then he has uh, this old Gil Martin stout. He okay, so he's going to age. He put in my apple brandy barrel, and then he released it on St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. Right? And so now I've taken that barrel back, and, and my gonna... first batch of bourbon I put in his stout barrel, which was brandy, which was malt. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be that's really cool. That's very cool. <laughs> that's going to be really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really looking cool. forward to that. And that's kind of where I want to go with it, you know? Like, yeah. Until I can scale and until I, you know, come into financing and I build out a proper space, I'm just going to keep toying with the recipes. Um Working with brewers, trying to. There's only one guy that I know of in the city that's distilling beers, um, and I haven't yet. I have yet to try it, but I imagine it's it's pretty amazing. Um, Who's doing that? I say it's Fort Hayes Spirit. No. Mm. Well, what, what, what? Oh, oh, the distillery is taking taking the beer and then distilling that. Yeah, mm. that's got to be fucking. Man. Or Lone Lone Wolf Lone Wolf Spirits. Lone Wolf Spirits. Hmm. Okay. So he's taking beers from all the breweries mm-hmm. and making a whiskey out of it. I've yet to try any of it, but there's a guy, Corsair, which kind of the first to really do it. They wrote a book about it, and I'm like, that's that's like that's the next evolution. That sounds very interesting. Like that's the forefront of spirits. Of spirits, right? So, um, and it's a good way to tap into that mar- that 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 beer market where you know that that's got a pretty large following and. Uh, it's like Probably cross from, promotion from for me yeah. from cross just promotion. lack of experience. Yeah. You know, I like I don't know what the the nano you know the uh, craft distillery market looks like. You were saying you know very small. off air like it's, it's very you know, very small, like a third of the size of and, uh, and brewers. Craft spirits, they're not there yet. You know, right. people are still going after Tito and Tito. You know, maybe he's craft. Probably not. Not right? anymore. Probably in the same way like Stone or or Sam Adams is craft. Same beer. thing. Right. Right. It's not. You could um, if you could find it anywhere. It it's not. It starts to, and then that's a whole totally different debate, craft, like the cred. conversation on what is craft, right? Yeah, you know, where, where's the limit? I, I guess it depends on what your customers are going to classify it as. I mean, you can classify Blue Point as being this major worldwide, internationally distributed beer, but it's still a craft beer to Long Island people. You know, you go outside of Long Island, you go to Chicago, and I guarantee they're going to go, "Well, Goose Island's still a craft brewery," but to me, it's being sold right next to Budweiser and Bud Light. Not that I don't like it. But it to me, it's not craft beer like I know craft beer, like my super local people within five miles of my house. So I guess it all depends on relatively where you live and, and what you're used to. How are you yeah. defining that local? How are you defining craft? Yeah. Right. Yeah, personal yeah. personal preference. I saw as a craft spirit guy, and, and I am a spirit guy, I found more reception from craft beer guys, right? So, like, I, I go into the breweries, and everyone's on it, you know? So they, they, they've already converted. They don't want corporate. Nope. They don't want mainstream. They want to know the story. They want to know the person, right? And I tell them my story, and I want some. And then <laughs> here we are. Yeah. So. I think uh, just just knowing some of the brewers, they they kind of get tired of craft beer. 
They brood all day. They work around it all day. Like, I'm tired of 17-year-olds. I'm going to have one one day, but I don't want to have to deal with it all the time. So the same concept. Like, if you're in the craft distillery market and you're constantly drinking you know, the same thing, maybe you'd want to venture out and look at ciders. Last time I ran into Scott from Long Island, he was giving me recommendations on bars that make great cocktails. I'm like... I drink, I drink beer, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I usually so, drink bourbon, too. When it's I a... was in Seattle, I did a training session, and it was, uh, it was uh, three dogs, three howls, I forget, the distillery. Mm. But he subletted some of his space because the rent was so high to, uh, to a cider guy, Brown Rig Cider. Great guy, great cider. Amazing cider, actually. But the, both of them were tired of their products. Yeah. So at the end of the day, <laughs> they're just the spirit guy was drinking the cider and the cider guy is drinking the exactly. spirits. Exactly. I just I, I just I had that like feeling, yeah. It's that's what's going to happen. And I love like, craft beer and I I love drinking beer and I have you know one or two a night or whatever if I can. Um and I'm constantly exploring but at a certain point I go today I go I'm just not feeling it tonight. But would I appreciate if I had a cider sitting in there or if I had a nice, you know, craft um, spirit near me that I could grab? I probably would end up going there. At times, I end up just drinking like Malibu and Coke just because I just want something different than a craft beer. But most of the time, it's craft beer. But yeah, I would imagine being around it as much as they are relative to what I am, it's even worse. I mean, they literally can drink it off their taps at any time. They own the place. It doesn't matter to them. So same concept. I mean, you would have barrels and barrels. And, and you said before, and I just want to stop myself, crack the barrel. So that means open the barrel up. Yeah, I just open the barrel. Can you reclose it if, in fact, it's not to where you want it to be? Yeah, you just put the bung in the bung. Yeah, you put the bung <laughs> in the bung hole. There it is. No, I wasn't sure that once you open it, that if it was, there was kind of like a moment where it's the seal isn't right, or 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 it's not going to fit no, back I in. You got to reseal whatever needs to be resealed. And test them. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so we're at MikeyPeakGovsRadio dot com. Uh, you're on the phone. Who is this? Michael. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yes, sir. I owe Joe from Saturn Brothers an apology. Okay. Get Ocean Hill apple cider, apple Hill apple brandy. Cider, yes. Ocean Ocean Hill apple cider brandy, which I happen to think is phenomenal. Okay, great, John. I apologize that the commercial for the night will be, you know, Ocean Hill apple cider brandy. It puts hair on your nipple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you say it again, <laughs> just to reiterate. What I want to what I'm going to do is. You're going to cover the limo talk with Graz on, on Thursday night, and we're going to cut that kind of commercial, and I guarantee it's a fucking winner. There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Victor. Yes. Mark. Yes, sir. Don't get offended when you come on my show. Uh, Michael, press number 42 on the soundboard. 42. Okay, hold on. Uh, you, what are you doing? Got no stop. All right, now go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's crickets. When I crickets. talk to Mark and Victor, I feel very relaxed. I feel like I'm out in the wilderness. Nice. <laughs> You're it's hiking the in the woods. It's to calm you down. Yeah. It, yes. So when you guys come on, you're going to be on for a long time. That's Please nice. don't get offended every once in a while while Mark's talking. I'm going to feel so relaxed. I'm going to tell Rich to play number 42. <laughs> Michael, play 42 again, please. You have to let me know when they come on, Grads. It'll be a good excuse to actually listen to your show. <laughs> you know, Pete, you go fuck yourself. All right, here we I'll go make, again. I, I'll make sure that the PTA president marks your kid down for a fucking F. <laughs> so, Grads, are you going to take the uh, the limo talk helicopter above East uh, New York and uh, go ahead and land it on Joe's uh, distillery? If Joe will have me, I would love to come to that place. That I have to admit, I don't like brandy. 
I enjoyed that brandy very much. Really? And I think Joe's got a fucking winner there. I think he needs a spokesperson because he looks like the guy from Bolt Dorham. Are you gonna help him? Are you gonna, are you gonna help him find one that doesn't involve yeah. his nipples I'll in every fucking business venture? Yeah, I got a bit for you. Ready? Uh, we're gonna go to Graz. He's in Chopper uh, Wart. The Wart. The, the Wart. No, the Wart Chopper. Give us the uh, perspective on uh, what you're looking at there above East New York, Ed. I'm on the 59th Street Bridge right now, going about 40 miles an hour with a with a phone in my hand after two whiskeys from. Uh, Ocean Hill apple cider and a couple of drinks from hopscotch, but I'm all right. I I haven't hit into a fucking divide yet. Uh, The weather's nice about uh, right now. The Lexus. You're doing traffic, not weather. They're separate. (laughs) They're separate bits. It's 56 degrees Fahrenheit right now. All right, well, I got something for the weather here. There you go. Now tell me the weather. 56 degrees Fahrenheit and a very nice night in uh, New York City. Uh, it would be it's a great thunders. night to sit on your deck and have hopscotch teas from Mark mm. and Victor and, and uh, Renee. I think that guy yeah, Renee. He didn't make the cheese and either. Then, All well, right. We're going to let you go. I want to get back I'm to not done. Oh, boy. Sponsored, the traffic report is sponsored by oh, let me get back to that, Stadden yeah. Brothers. Yes. <laughs> Ocean Hill Apple Cider Brandy. It puts hair on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much for the, uh, the report from Chopper Wart. Uh, appreciate Grazaday and the chopper above East New York. Uh, let us know when you see something come up. Guys, have a great week. Uh, Grazaday and Saturn Brothers out. Graz, you rule. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Stay well. Bye. It's interesting that he knew that was you that says Graz, stay well. And he's like, uh, thanks, Joe. He just jumped at the bit. All right, stop this, stop this. All right. Um, so. What else? Hello, this thing has been a pain in my ass. What else have you done? So you've done. We we have the apple brandy. What other spirits have you kind of traveled through and and experimented with? And what has been the success and what has not? As far as distilling, sure. I'm still I'm still on the brandy. I've started to experiment with bourbon. I have hopes to uh, tackle the New York Empire Rye. Ah. Um, because of equipment and. It's similar to what you already set up for, or do you have yeah, to? Yeah, I can distill it, but I have, I have to work a deal out with a local brewer, and that's okay. kind of where Squarehead, you know, he's oh, okay, cool. Um, and I'll get the, you know, I'll get the juice from him. I'll ferment it, and then, and then we'll distill it. And we'll see what happens. That's very cool. That's a, a true community kind of yeah. bond between yeah. a brewery, a distillery, and and being very local. And I've approached all of like I live in Long Island City, Astoria. I've approached you know multiple people, but. Squarehead and Bridge and Tunnel have been the most helpful, both of them. Just, yeah, I feel like Rich is is really, he he would have loved to have been on the show, but he's the only guy there. I mean, he yeah. he's it. He and it's is a Bridge and Tunnel. Thin, yeah, stretch thin. And so he's uh, every we were trying to come up with dates, and he's like, listen, I, I hate to keep telling you no, Man. I'd love to come on, but come into our place and we can do it. We're gonna eventually figure that out. But for him to come in, he's given up an entire brew night. Yeah. And he's probably brewing right now. Yeah. I mean, literally right now, he's yeah. probably at the the brewery, uh, mashing in or, or pulling off or, or just doing all his you know temperature changes and everything. He is a workhorse. Every time yeah. I've seen him there, he's the bartender behind the bar. He's the brewer in. I've never seen anyone work that hard. Yeah. And that's why my buddy Nick uh, goes there. He appreciates that hard work and sees that love for the the process. And um, you know, it's the and work that, ethic. He's just got. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a stud as far as his work ethic. It's unbelievable what he yeah. goes through to, to keep that business alive. And I remember seeing a post. You know, he's not going to charge more than five dollars a pint yeah. at the brewery. He's just not going to do it. He goes, yeah. like, they keep raising my rent. I'll do it until I'm done. You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So 
I appreciate that from the local business people, you know, not just caving in, standing strong, especially in that place that's really not that great of a place. You're not talking about, you know, Mutton Town. You're not, you know, making beer in Mutton Town. You're making beer in the shitty part of Ridgewood. No, no offense to Ridgewood. Ridgewood's coming up, though. Oh, it's it is. The, it is. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Are oh, <laughs> good lord. Speak, so. They're populating. They're, uh, they're taking it over. Their, beard, their beards are. Uh... <laughs> Well, I don't know where I was going. As an aspiring beard grower. Yes. Exactly. I know. I don't know where that was going. That was bad. That was a bad joke. Can we go to break? That was terrible. Yeah, I do have to pee, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to. Sh- should I do the sh- shame? Shame. You should. Shame. All right. Terrible. We'll get right back to this. All right. Listen, this is the word of Mike and Pete. Gullsradio.com. Uh, your buddy Jeff just uh, posted a picture of us on YouTube. So go ahead and go on to YouTube. It's uh, the wart. With Mike and Pete, go on YouTube and uh, go ahead and punch that on in, and you will pull us up. Our live feed is up there right now. We'll go back on Instagram for our next uh, segment, and uh, I guess we'll be right back after this. GhostRadio.com, work Mike Pete. Be right back. This is Ghost Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the Word. Ghost Radio. <laughs> you're listening to the Word on Ghost Radio. Hey, uh, moron! It's pronounced the Word. What the hell is a wort? Pronounce the wort. What is it? The wort? Yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wort on Govs Radio. It is the wort. Not wort, not fort, not short. The wort. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Word on Govs Radio. It's The Word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We are back here setting up for what Mark has brought for us, which is a nice little game that we're going to play right here on air on YouTube. Also, we are live on Instagram, and I do apologize if I sound a little distorted. I'm going to turn me down a little bit for this because I listened back to our last story, and I was very loud, and... um, Mark and Victor and Joe were kind of soft. So I'm going to try to balance You're that kidding. out. No, well, you and I talk like <laughs> right into the mic. We, we're just those guys because we've been doing it for a while. But we don't realize. I'm obnoxious. Well, we're both very loud at times. So uh, we're going to go live to Instagram again here for our third segment. If you guys missed out on the second segment where we talked to uh, Andrew from Tap Handles and we got the whole history of Joe and his uh, Ocean Hill Apple Brandy Distillery right now. Um, Ocean Hill is really just the, 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 the brand, right? I mean, pretty much. It's, it's actually the neighborhood. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm in East New York. Brownsville, Ocean Hill is mm-hmm. the block that I'm on. Ah, okay. okay. So that yeah. makes sense. I was going to ask about that before, but I didn't want to tie it in. Small. I didn't know if there was something else to it that I was missing. So so is that just the brand name for for this spirit? So like, if, if you get into bourbon, is I'm that? Gonna, I'm just going to stay with it. Yeah, okay. I like it. And if I open a space, I probably name it Ocean Hill. Ocean Hill. Yeah, I, I I think the the name um, is is very marketable. I'll put it that way. It's it's the the right kind of feel when you hear it. It's just like Ocean Hill. Ah, it's I a nice Ocean it. Hill. I can go in and does this do well on the rocks? The apple brandy or yeah, I mean I'm I'm a rocks guy and a little uh, little bubbly, maybe some seltzer and that's, okay. That's a and then that's what I was saying before. That I think that was a, that's a good combo between what what we had uh, straight up, but a, a little little. Uh, chill and then a little bubble and i think that would bring out a lot more even so yeah. to what you already have going on there which is great taste and stuff i gotta tell you and i'm not a huge like i said spirits guy but the taste was right there i, would I like appreciate the apple that. smell i think my goal too. is to be the craft brewer's spirit of choice that's, that's kind of what i'm looking for here. there you go 
Good tie-in. And, and again, uh, you know, thanks to Rich. That's and a pretty Bridge big niche this day too. So that's what's that? That's a pretty big niche these days. So I think yeah. that's a good. You did say niche. No one's. No, we're gonna. And pull then I asked you to repeat myself, and I'm like, yes. did I sound like an asshole? There? Yeah. <laughs> 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 do I sound, <laughs> really sound like a public stick? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ryan. My bad. You only <laughs> said something in the last three hours, so I might as well have you on for it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I said it's time to go to breaking in because he didn't no, like. No, because he like said something douchey yeah. again. Yes. <laughs> we can edit this out, right? All right. No. Yeah. This is all uneditable. Sorry. We're live to uh, YouTube. We're live on Instagram, and of course, live on GovsRadio.com. Uh, by the way, in this third segment, we do want to mention that we are going to be uh, podcasting this out after today. It will be available on the following things. You can go ahead and go back to YouTube and watch us again if you missed anything. Um, also, you can go on iTunes. You can go on Spotify. You can go on the Laughable app. And we are on replays right here on GovsRadio.com throughout the day when we are not live. So you can catch us at any given time throughout your week. If you missed anything, if you want to go back and listen to some stuff, you want to hear Graz talk about his nipples, uh, all of that stuff is available on our platforms. And also, the Hopped Up Motherfucking Network. The Hopped Up Network is a um, podcast network uh, of all the craft beer podcasts from around the country, and they're actually going international, we found out. They're trying to get a Spanish-speaking and uh, South American podcast of craft beer which is very cool. I mean, I won't be able to stand a goddamn word, but they'll be broadcasting cool. on through the Hopped Up Network. Very, very, very cool. I like the name of the new one that was on uh, Tap That As. It's <laughs> great. The uh, Arizona one. A's the Arizona one. Tap That A-Z. Yeah. I like that. That was great. And they're adding podcasts every week, which is really very cool. It's starting to get some real traction here. And Rob and, and the boys are doing some great work and really trying to get the network up. They produce some... Uh, some stingers that I played in between break. We'll play one at the end of the show yeah, today as well. Technical terms. Well, it's really a, I call it a tag, a sweeper, a stinger, whatever the fuck you call it in the radio business. But yes, it's it's all that commercial? same stuff. It's really a self promotion commercial. Is really go. what's okay, called. MTV great. was very good at it back in the day, where all they did was promote themselves in the commercial breaks. That's all it was. Um, so, Mark, uh, let, lead us on this path here. So, um, I'm finishing up the prohibition, the pre-prohibition. Um, and so you, you've now racked and stacked some stuff here. Um, I'm very interested. Let, let me Are first numbered on air comment no. to Ryan yeah. on your, uh, garlic and herb rosemary, rosemary. Yeah. G- fresh garlic, rosemary, butter, butter. It that was amazing. Yeah. Fucking, it was an obnoxious amount of garlic, which, which but we love perfect. that. Yeah. It's pretty exact, thank you, thank you. exact amount of obnoxiousness. <laughs> and we were just talking off air. Like you, you cut a nice little slice of that. Throw it on a hot steak coming off the grill. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Throw it in a pan oh, yeah. with some vegetables. Maybe yep. caramelize some onions with it. It is. It's potatoes, those, too. You how long does it take to make something? That? Oh. <laughs> it's bad news. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> um, it's very versatile. How long does it take to make something like that? Minutes. Really? Yes. Oh, it's, this is it's just compound butter? It's Yeah, it's just a compound butter. Where are you getting the the uh, the raw butter from? The Butter, you could just you could buy butter from anywhere. It's just regular. It just, just doesn't matter. Land O'Lakes, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever okay. brand you like doesn't matter. Gotcha. But so definitely buy unsalted. No? Unsalted, right? You don't unsalted. have. And you don't have to add salt if you're adding herbs and stuff. I do add a little bit of salt. Mm. Just to, okay, you know. just a pinch. Oh, yeah. it also brings out the herb yeah. taste to it too. So, yeah, and, and, yeah but it's, it's pretty easy. Exemplifies anybody, anybody the uh, garlic it, yeah. as well. I always find that today I actually uh, made a, a one pot dish with chicken, and inside was butter, uh, thyme, or uh, oregano basil onion powder and then once i got that to a little simmer then i threw the chicken in and it had a very similar taste well, on the garlic obviously a quick braise yeah it was nice it was it was perfect and threw some asparagus in there mm. a little rice nice your kids pot. actually eat that shit they i make them eat that God shit fuck you. <laughs> i make them eat that do we fight 
I've been fighting for years with kids to eat food, but you know what? They're going to grow up to eat real fucking food. I heard my four-year-old crying from like fr- from the kitchen while I was in the backyard. About? Just just because I, I put dinner on her plate. Like, <laughs> it's not even, just because I made this delicious fucking pasta dish. Yeah. And she was just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it was on her fucking plate. Fuck you, Daddy. Probably because it wasn't Kraft mac fucking... and cheese. God. Uh. Right. They'd rather have like dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> the other one. The other one had two helpings. Yeah. See. <laughs> but that's it. You got. You got to just fight through it. I know it's a pain in the ass, but I, I found you know even through my taste as a kid, my parents fought me tooth and nail to get that, and now I have a much wider palate and like stuff that I probably would have never liked had I just caved in to me wanting French toast for dinner. I mean that that was ridiculous. So that was it, last week. Yeah, <laughs> Brenner was last week. Yeah, <laughs> Breakfast for and dinner. other evidence. Pete's giving up as a parent. Yes, <laughs> he's throwing the white flag up. Um, so, uh, Mark, talk to me a little bit about what you're you're laying out here. You got a lot of more dossier documents over there that I don't have. So let's talk about <laughs> the hell you're doing I over see there. Those fucking color graphs over there. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is that a bar graph? So part of what Hopscotch does is is we provide education, but more on like a, a fun scheme. Okay. So anybody who's not into craft beer can come in and enjoy a, a vast variety of different things and be able to hopefully walk out and with a little bit of interest. In can we make fun of them for not liking craft beer? Of course. No, okay, yes. good. Yes, we, <laughs> we will be the nuns with the bells saying shame as they walk out the door. So we want to add a little bit of <laughs> twist on, on anything. <laughs> What's the matter? It's being done. No, I was like, I was ignoring the comment. It's okay. Same reference twice a night, my bad. I've been trying to come up with like different workshops that we could be doing there that would be uh, have a little bit of a spin to it. And, okay. and beer tastings, and, and you guys have been to beer tastings, sometimes they can be a little dry. And even though after a couple of beers, you can get quite intoxicated. Mm. Um, if you're lucky. If you <laughs> no, I <ain't> get <laughs> lucky. <laughs> so this is also supposed to be for to identify basic traits within a family of similar beers. So I brought here is uh, all Belgium styles from um, Saint James, Saint out James, out in, out in, uh, in Holbrook. Holbrook. Yep, which is his brewery is not in Saint James, and that was probably one of my first questions. Long, Long Beach Brewing is not going to be in Long Beach, <laughs> so <laughs> Fire, Fire Island Brewing is not going to be. <laughs> But he's not going to be in Fire Island. And guess not. what? 27A Brewing is not on Montauk Highway either. <laughs> <laughs> so he's among friends. But he actually is opening up a tasting room in St. James. James. Is yeah. he? Oh, I could. Yeah. And he, I would assume then he owns a farm license so he can open up a second spot and not have to worry about the licensing. Correct. So Good. they're a New York State uh, certified farm brewery. Good. And so is uh, Eastern. Eastern. Uh, the Mattituck? Yeah. Yeah, Mat- Eastern Front. So this is what happens. I, I have some alcohol in me. Look right at now. you. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with the big boys now. This is called the three bottle shuffle, and really is supposed to mask the the artwork that is found now with Mm. a lot of breweries. I mean, for me, walking into any kind of bottle shop or brew store, I get really drawn to the artwork. Agreed. That can be very deceiving. You can have a great looking bottle that you open up and tastes like shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. What so, is this shit that I just... It's hot pink, though. It's so, so bright and delightful. So we see that all the time on Instagram. People are suckers for a, fucking, for a fancy label. Yeah. So. And they, 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 they do the uh, the pour right up to the top. No what head. Stupid boss no nothing. pour shit the that boss, we're talking yeah. about. Right. And, so, and, then, and then they don't tell you then in the back end, oh, um, that's right. Uh, we're passing around more documents? Holy shit. Um, you know, in the end, uh, let's see. Um, it oh, tasted God, like shit. They didn't... SRM is. Okay. Wow. 
So, by the way, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or Instagram, uh, we have this tasting sheet, which uh, Mark has put together, which is apparently is crumpled. Oh, it looks like I thought you were crumpling up your tasting sheet. No, no, no. Like, this shit, I don't need this. Kindling. Now, we're not going to go through the whole, this this workshop. Holy. It's take too long. Yeah. But well, so much for working tomorrow, so because obviously Mark, this is what Mark, I'm studying. Do you offer classes <laughs> at the shop? Yeah, so we'll, yeah. Be, doing, cool. we'll be doing yeah. education classes. I mean, it would be awesome for you to come in and, and do an education on Apple Brandy. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Really cool. Absolutely. And, I mean, just to draw in a new. Like a you new said, crowd the craft beer crowd. Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. that, uh, that's a whole realm I have, n- you know, absolutely nothing about. Right. Most people don't really know m- most about no, it. No, no, no. Really cool. They don't take the time to, to sit down with it. I don't know why, yeah. but they should. So this workshop that we'd be doing would be talking about what, you know, if you guys have read any, read, like, tasting workshops, they talk about, like, these basic beer tasting steps. So for somebody that doesn't really know about beer tasting, mm-hmm. this would help to walk them through identifying everything from how things look, the smell, the taste, the aromas, everything that comes through. Uh, hopefully, from that artist who's making making the brew. So a lot of the a lot of brewers, right? They're artists. I mean, making whiskey or brandy that's an art form. Yep. You're you're putting together a recipe that you're hoping to bring out certain flavors, right? Right. And which is completely objective, right? Because you're you're writing detailed detailed things down as a recipe, measuring things out. But as soon as it gets into the hands of the taster, it's completely subjective. Right, they're gonna taste whatever it is that they believe that they're getting through. Well, like Joe said, you, your palate shot at this point, right? From from having these high level alcohol content things constantly. Drinking gallons of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't talk about that. But like, how's that affected when you were an early drinker to now? I mean, has it really changed kind of what you like versus what you don't? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even yeah. even like, so the novice will take, they'll stick their nose right in it, yeah. and then you're you're done. There's nothing left of it. So, huh. so you want to, with booze, you want to keep your mouth open and you just want to waft it in front. Huh. You never want to stick your nose in. in I'm definitely that novice that did you that You never tonight. stick <laughs> it in a snuffer glass because you're not going to get any of the flavor. Got it. Huh. So mm. that's just a little. It's a pro tip. A hint with booze. Yeah. Right? Mm. Awesome. So the same thing, I mean, you have this, this really detailed... Uh, description of how beer is and, and how it looks and what the, the flavors and, and smells, aromas you're going to get out of there. So, you know, this in regards to the education that you're going to provide people that come into the shop, what what's the kind of direction that you're headed in? Are you going to give them a bunch of beers to show them and what everything is? Or, or what do you, what's the plan on how to kind of fully, um, I guess, tactily show them this? It's 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 just simplifying things. You know, beer tasting doesn't have to be super complex. I mean, when you when you really break it down, it it can be simple. So everything from you know from starting off from just the steps that you do to pour a beer. Right. I mean, just pouring a beer into a glass. That's step number one. Right. <laughs> Taking a look step at one. it. Step one. Step one. You mean it doesn't go directly? Can we bypass step one and chug it from right. the bottom. <laughs> yes, we can. There's an Instagram uh, account called I Can Chug It. <laughs> In which he wears a fake beard. I think it's a fake beard. It's too dark to be real. And he chugs like the most uh, yeah, the fake expensive beer he could find. Fake the stu- yeah, the fucking yeah. He just gets, it's all in his beard, and he just pounds. Serious. Uh, <laughs> the the beer no, from it's usually pint glass. Yeah, it's I can chug it, and he does like a show uh, t- either once or twice a week, and uh, and I've he does constant nonsense. Instagram posts about chugging a beer. But you're right. I mean, there's something to it. Like you have the the collar of foam and the head retention. 
that's something that's pretty important to beer. I don't think people realize, you know, how long you should be uh, waiting for that head to dissipate and, and what the texture of that foam is and all those good things. And, and people say, oh, you know, that uh, one of the things that we talked about, I think it was uh, Matt uh, from, from Matt Arch- Archambeau talked about how they're, they're doing these pours where it's just there's no head. Yeah, the boss pours. Zippity head. And it's doing nothing for the flavor of the beer itself. Correct. So this is something that I I would assume that you'd be covering in in that that lesson. Absolutely. I mean the the sheet the tasting sheet you're actually you're looking at right now is way more in depth that we would go into during the class. I mean for us we would probably know exactly every kind of element that's here, but for the average you know non nerd, I brought I brought handouts that have pictures on it. Yeah. So if you tear apart, tear across these handouts, we have these three styles, and and actually I've made a mistake because one of them is actually not a style that we brought here, but the pale. The pale. Yeah. We, that's all right. But the fruit beer is originally it starts off as a pale ale. Correct. And he and adds you have your adjuncts. Yep. Yeah. He adds uh, the fruit to the secondary, and that's how you get the the fruit. And I, I thought it was a lambac at first, and really shot yeah. me down. He was like, no, <laughs> it's, it's not. No, no Mark. Lambic. It is not a lambic. But through this tasting, for the blinded tasting, it would be really, it's just to bring fun. So we would open a bottle, which I'm going to open one here for you guys. Okay. We'll pour it out. You can identify to see what the head looks like, mm. what the color looks like. Maybe we'll do some smelling. And you'll be able to maybe look through some of these sheets and say, okay, you know what? I think that it, this is more of a triple versus a Belgium mm. because of the darkness of it. Why don't you, uh, and I don't know how many cups you have, but why don't you start off, oh, what did I just do? I pulled my uh, my headphone jack over there. Uh, why don't you pour out one, yeah. and let's just all see that and see if we can identify it that way, and then we can go around and, and taste some of that um, as it gets done. And, yeah, the great thing about the corking is you didn't do what I did, and that's no pop, that, <laughs> pop, pop that cork and hit the ceiling immediately. That's what I did. Uh, so, yeah, Mark's going to pour out one here and take a look, skis. I think I already know what it is, but I'm not going to say anything just yet. Um, Victor, when you're done uh, assisting, why don't you just hold that up a little bit so the people at home can see, um, you know, what we got here. So this is the uh, first beer, the mystery beers that we're going to be pouring. And it – oh, thank you. Uh, Looks like the head retention is uh, fairly lengthy. The – Carbonization is moderate in regards to how it's pushing up. Um, so far, I'm about you know 20, 30, f- close to 40 seconds now into this, and there's still a little bit ahead there, so that's good. Um, we got color. So talk to us a little bit about the color here. Um, what we're looking at is something or, or, you know a little more than the your your wit or your I guess uh, how do you how do you describe that golden. Mm-hmm. And, and sure. getting into Dark more straw. of the uh, yeah the straw there you go that's better and we're probably into that pale or gold color that's where I was gonna go with like a it's five, not five without tasting six. it's not the double it's a pale ale hmm. so it's the fruit one I, thanks for fucking ruining it Ryan <laughs> <laughs> is it the fruit I don't know let's see I don't know hmm no, it's got, it's got it, that caramel flavor. If it is fruit, though, he's got it masked pretty well because it's not over it's not the fruity. top fruity. Yeah. It's definitely not. It's got a caramel fruit. flavor. I'm sa- I'm saying this is a triple. You're yeah. saying the triple? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I agree. Ah, uh, boy. Well, you can't show us yet because if we do the other ones, we can narrow it down pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So let's we'll not let's not show anything. Let's just keep it as uh, number one, bottle number one there. 
But it is delicious. I mean, I've had stuff from him. Like I said, I've had the double. I've had the triple. You would think I would be more inept to know which one this is, but no, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, it could be the also, double. It could be the also triple. Also, two and a half hours into a drinking show, so. and I've had uh, hard liquor, so that that yeah, as well is affected. And I have a second beer that I have not finished. Let me finish this. Yeah, first. I think you do triple. get a little bit of citrusy in it, so the double should not have any citrus. That's correct. So maybe uh, who said triple to start with? Did you say it, Ryan? No, I said it's the pale ale. Ooh, nah, it's not enough fruit there to be. Yeah, the pale. there's no fruit yeah, the flavor. I I'm think not if saying call it a fruit beer. It's probably got a. Yeah, but the double seems, I mean, in your picture, it seems to be a little darker. Your Doubles uh, are darker. Can mm-hmm. I tell you something that disappoints me? Yes. The, you reference, like the commercial example, Allagash Double, they don't fucking make that anymore, and it's a goddamn great beer, and it's disappointing. So Allagash, uh, Allagash Double is awesome. Jamie, uh, Jamie Adams, the brewer uh, out of St. James, he said that that's where a lot of his, uh, a lot of the uh, influences and stuff. Influence done, yeah. came from Allagash, uh, because there really isn't that many. Omega Gang's double is very good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are good. Uh, I'm gonna go with triple for the first one. That's yeah. what I'm, I'm gonna okay. have to go with triple, because I remember the triple. I really like the triple, and I really do like this. So I'm gonna go with that as my first thing, Pete. I would agree. Yeah, this is definitely the triple. Okay, Joe. I concur. Okay. Doctor? <laughs> Doctor? Do you concur? Doctor. Uh, Victor? I'll go with the same. Oh. Right. So Anyone going to spin number a one triple? What, you went with Pale. You were, uh, Ryan already mm-hmm. entered his submission. Is and, that your uh, final answer, Ryan? It is. It is. Final answer. Pale. And Mark, what do you think? I say, are we going to wait till the end? We're going to wait till the end. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 otherwise it's going to ruin definitely the... triple. Definitely triple. It's definitely triple. Yeah. Only because I think color really it's defines great, it. The fuck it is, though. Yeah, it, it yeah, was it very. Really I remember it's having really it, good. and it was delicious. Yeah. When we had it in the studio that night, we we were drinking the shit out of that. Um, so I I kind of have a little bit of. So I like how you have the food pairings right on here too. So you're gonna go with your triple cream cheese. What do we have over there that's fairly close to a triple cream? Because we didn't finish any of that cheese or no, some of that fun. cheese. This one. So maybe. I saw any Victor the... peeling off some wax. So. The Tell last cheese, that we, uh, two cheeses that we didn't get to have. One of them was the Havarti, okay, which I think is the one closer to Ryan. So it's a semi-soft cheese, which yeah. is, can be pretty much paired with anything. All right, so we're gonna go, so with, let's that. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the name of this one. It's I don't need bread fun. with it. Uh, I, I can just eat it. I just want to have a piece. Yeah, just Ow. to kind of have with me. Okay, right. burping. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> thought you were looking at my crotch Ryan, again. Listen, I don't care about your hands. I'm a few drinks in. I don't give a fuck. Just. Don't cut the cheese. Will yeah, you? cut the cheese. <laughs> These guys with their cheese. I believe that Havarti comes from, a, uh, is it uh, Havana? Havarti no, from it's Havana. A, originally a cow's, a cow's they milk. Started, uterus. They started with gloves on. I know. I know. No, I didn't. I told them before. You don't have to be very fancy, but they, they're true professionals. I mean, yeah. these guys, you know, came in last time and did the same thing and wearing gloves, you know. Man, Very conscious amazing. of the, you know the uh, the culinary on? aspect of always gloving up before you do it. But at this the, point uh, tonight, the jerky you brought in last time ruined fucking jerky for me. Ever we can't, like I can't the, find anything. The else. bacon one, right? Like a couple weeks later, I was on. We mm-hmm. were uh, taking the kids up to Vermont, and I bought like fucking Jacklings jerky, and it was like eating fucking wax by comparison. <laughs> well, now was, was that was that two awful. two guys jerky two two, two guys uh, two big jerks two big yes. jerks so two we uh, we they're gonna come on uh, oh they are yeah they reached oh, out to yeah. us uh, yeah super great guy yeah we want to uh, wife uh, husband yeah wife. I, I want to pair them up with a brewer mm-hmm. um, we're thinking squareheads 
So we got to we got to find someone. We, Squared's the next is. Well, we still have an in June, between, and we have one show in between. I was gonna. Be we have one show in between, we'll so we got to figure later. out that. Yeah. Um. We most of but May the, we're gonna uh, be in live shows on the road. We'll talk about that at the end of the awesome. show today. But yeah. the uh, yeah, it ru- like I don't. It ruined fucking regular jerky. <laughs> <laughs> it did that bacon maple. I so I went up to uh, Syracuse last week. And there's a jerky store in, in the Crossings Outlet. You know, it's an old jerky store. They got crickets. They got all sorts of shit there. And so they had a little sample of the bacon maple jerky. And I tasted it. I went, nope. I walked right <laughs> out. I was, I was only in there for that. And I said, it doesn't compare to what Two Big Jerks They really make have. great jerky. That, it's really dope. It's just that one. I'm not saying that the other stuff wasn't good. Correct. But that one sold me on it. Uh, there was the bacon one. It was uh, Buffalo Chicken. Was that it? Yeah. Who's Buffalo the manufacturer? Two Big Jerks. Yeah. So this is something that would go very well with yes. the apple brandy. Though that maple bacon, I could have that yeah. sticking into a go. nice <laughs> glass of it <laughs> on the rocks. Oh my god! Yeah. Holy shit! I could put that on a BLT and still eat it. It's gonna be. It's, <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. I, I'm craving it. That's why I'm like in a never-ending search for it, but I can't find them in a retail store. And I was going to bring them again. Until. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I should until, have. They're, until they're available in Hopscotch. I will. Yeah. Bl- yeah. No, they're definitely going to be an exclusive uh, jerky. you awesome. damn right. Yeah. You yeah. should, because that good deal. Get maple bacon will knock your socks off. That'll keep people. <laughs> I literally will come to your shop for just that if I can't find anybody else. And not to mention all the beer that you love. So this is actually a sheep. The Havarti that you're eating right now is a sheep's cheese. Uh, it's, it's a whole dead sheep. It's a whole dead sheep. <laughs> Hair and all. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> what they can do today in te- technology. Havarti is definitely uh, a more of a cow's milk, and they did it out of sheep, and it tastes great. Yeah, no, that's very good. Nice. And, and like creamy, very a little creamy. oily, so there's a little bit of coating on the tongue and the top of your roof of your mouth. That's very good. And again, pairing well with this triple, which I think it is. Um, and you're right. It, it really could go any. It's not sharp. It's not mild. It's not any one direction. So kind of universal cheese with that. Yeah, and with Havarti, I think that you can you can age it at different you know different months, just like a, mm. a brandy would be. And depending on how long you're going to end, end up aging it for, right? It's going to be more of a sharper cheese. Yeah, it's very good. That one's good. I'm going to have another piece in a little bit. Don't go crazy. I, it, when we have this next one, I'm going to pair it up with this whatever this is. Mm. So what do you uh we're we're gonna crack another number two cor- number yeah, two? Can I open it? Yeah, it go. Like oh yeah, yeah. Go we'll it. be all done. Slot. Trust go me. Go for it. There we go. Love that sound. It's a great sound. <sighs> it is. Clean cups. I, mean, I don't have times. any. I don't have any more clean cups. So you gotta uh, no, we're gonna pass our cups back around. Um, Joe, does anybody in the industry have uh, corked uh, spirits? Oh yeah, we know what this is. There's a couple people that are doing like a Grolsch bottle type. They oh, are. Okay. That color is a dead giveaway. <laughs> it's, it's all a marketing ploy, though, right? Great carbon. Is it? Does it, does it? Does it have any effect yeah, on anything? Yeah. No. Perfect. No. No. How was your cup? So it's just about it. It's just oh. about the look, the feel. It's all a marketing ploy. Yeah. Yeah. You say ploy like it's a negative thing, but it's just to, to them look different than everybody else. I mean, you're. I mean, everyone. Pretty much, if they're not twist top, they're going to have a cork, right? I mean, all your major bourbons are corked, except There's for like a, the Jack. aluminum seal, right? And you can right. screw off. Um, it's a cost thing. It really comes mm-hmm. down to cost thing. Where you get a cork for twenty-two cents, right? Where you get an aluminum seal, uh, thirty-five cents, but you have to have the machine, right? You got to uh, slip it on and then like heat it so it shrink wraps almost. 
No, they have like the screw aluminum, like I take like yes, a, okay, like a Jameson bottle, right? Right, and that's oh, almost okay. like an assembly line machine process. It still has to heat the shrink, though. Like, like what's the process? Not, of the uh, no, it's crimping it. It screws and crimping. Oh, is it? Yeah. Exactly. Ah, all right. Well, that's very cool. What brought you to the choosing the bottle design here, uh, the cork and the? So I actually started with like a generic, uh, tall shit. vodka bottle. Okay. Um, and then what happened is a guy in Vermont went under. And I was going to go buy his equipment off him. And so I went up to look at his equipment, and he had four pallets of glass. Really? And so I just threw him, like, a roll ball number. And he took it. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll take it. And he's, yeah. I'm like, I'll give you cash right now. Wow. It's like American Pickers. Kind of. <laughs> um, I don't remember, to be honest. South, <laughs> north? We were. Seven hours? 14 hours? <laughs> six. It was like a six-hour drive. All right, so south. So, so yeah, Killington, northern. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah, up that way. Yeah, yeah. Short area. Um, but he was struggling, you know, and, and, and I've looked at the growth curve of the businesses. And so when I first started, equipment was a year and a half, right? You couldn't get equipment for a year and a half. And now people are starting to go bust. So, like, used equipment starting to come yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and if you look at the actual growth curve, of like, when wine came out and when um, beer came out from legislation, right, there's this curve. It goes up, and then it recedes for two, three years, and then it shoots back up. If you take all three industries and you overlay them, even though they started 10 years apart, right? Sure. If you overlay them from deregulation to, um, you know, concurrent, they align perfectly. Wow. Mm. Wine, beer, and spirits were, like, right on the cusp of the recession. So they'll probably die off because a lot of people get into it and they don't realize that, you know, you still have to sell. Right, right. right. <laughs> you, still, you still have to go It's more out. than just making a product, yeah, no matter how yeah, good it is. Yeah, you, they're either mad scientists or farmers, right? But, but you still have to be like an extrovert and go out and make yeah. the market happen. Mm. How right? is that for you? Is, is it easy to go out there and uh, try to like market your, your... Yeah, I'm a talker. Yeah. Uh, I'm a salesman. I, I love... Like, I just... You know, I'm the guy that has the conversation with the homeless guy on the subway, right? right. So, like, <laughs> that's not a problem for me. The hard time for me is sitting in the warehouse for for six seven hours do you have a silence. mirror in there and you just set it up and practice your delivery I started, yeah no i just go crazy yeah. hi i'm yeah. joe i'm from satin brothers <laughs> how about some apple brandy for your mouth all right Would so you we'll, like to put we're all that... agree this is the fruit one right this yeah. is <laughs> we've ignored the fact that yeah is... so really it's going to be it's a 50 great 50 chance it really is, it is. the head itself is like almost perfect and have you no... super fucking carbonated yeah. too but have you noticed though the bubbles are really tiny yes it's a very very it's almost like a uh, champagne kind of really tiny bubble so the yeast he's using is probably right there with the champagne yeast and i mean i could see this one little strand here just going with the bubbles straight up Almost just like, like a champagne a, a, a coconut, like a coconut pulled to it a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, I didn't taste that, but let me try that now with that in my mind. It smells outrageous. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was with a combo of the cheese, but. Actually, I, I, I do kind of feel that. I've been eating um, these toasted coconut almonds lately. I've been really into coconut for some reason. It's Maybe I'm oh, menstruating. Nice. I don't know. Pick but. <laughs> no, nothing. Nuts. Nothing on that. Everyone just ignore <laughs> me. Menstruating. I cringed. Yes, a little bit, um, but yeah, the, uh, oh. the the flavor is uh, is is starting to yeah, excite me. And f- what'd you do, Ryan? Yeah, I screwed everything up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in the kitchen, Ryan. You can't just take a rag and then fix everything. Could have been worse. Could have been on the board. Can I have some of that? Um, 
fruit flavored soaked cheese. Yeah. So All right. No, no. I'm, I'm being serious. Saint yeah. James. Actually, actually, uh, what was the other one? The yellow, this yellowish. One, yeah. That's the. Uh, so that's it's a, a nofo. Cheese. So nofo. I don't is think a, I've had. Did I? Did I get no. a piece of that? All right. Let no, me. Just, I would like to taste a little bit. Nofo. They. Um, they get from a cow farm down mm. down the street from them, and then they make the Scabbage cheese from it. Shelf. And where where are they? <laughs> the same place? It's yeah, Mattatuck. It's a Mattatuck. Right. Uh, I think it's JT's Dairy Farm. I'm looking it up. No. Yeah, I didn't put it in there because this was the cheese that I got caught off. Oh, that was the wow. f- the fifth one. Yeah. Oh, you son of a gun. Wow. Is it? Yeah. All right. Now I'm excited. I believe Along this with is the fruit cheddar. Oh, okay. So that would go well with the fruit, like grapes and. Oh yeah. It works out. Wow. That is good. Good. Anybody else? Sharp. Yeah, I was going to say sharp right up front. Uh, how about the nuts? <laughs> how about them, Victor? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Pass them around. Get yeah, everyone touch some nuts. Salty. Yeah. That's um, how they are, Vic. Salty. So we are definitely sold on, on this being, let me just put my cheese on the console here. I'm not sold um, on it. That this is the fruited one, and you don't have yeah. a dossier on that, but we can pretty much tell that it's a... Uh, a pale ale with the, um, you know, the base of the pale, and and then of course they're adding their, uh, you know, flavoring and and whatever it's it is. It's hardness from the blueberries. Did he give you any background on exactly what he's using in there? I know there's blueberries. Thank you. Uh, based on the label that we read before we started this segment, but yep. what else uh, are is he putting in there? Is he doing uh, any um, herbs or, or aromas? I know he does stuff like that. He, yeah. he adds basil to things and whatnot. So, I uh, didn't. He didn't specify. All he said was that. It's so it starts out primarily oh, as a as a pale ale. Oh, you didn't say you were passing around the the smoking oh, yeah. ghost nuts. <laughs> oh no, no one mentioned that it was ghost pepper. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry for about that. Fuck's sake! Wow, <laughs> he has a whole handful of nuts. <laughs> You're gonna shit fire tomorrow. <laughs> fire. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Good thing you work from home. God damn it! I was all preoccupied with nut- what variety of nut it was. You'll like these. these was it macadamia? Was I right sage. about the macadamia? Yes, it was. Actually, it's not, I can wow. take fire. I'm pretty good with the fire. Um, it's not. The, it's not as intimidating as I. As I no, it's not. It's good. I'm very good. So, where, where do these nuts there. come from? Chef Giovanni. Chef Giovanni. So, where, where? Let's talk a little about Chef Giovanni as we're eating his nuts. Chef Giovanni, I believe, was a. What is oh, wow. he? He has a degree in some kind of microbiology. Really? Yeah. So he worked wow. at a lab for. He's got a master's in microbiology, worked in a lab for over 20 years, okay. and was volunteering at a local church helping to cook, which then ended up turning into pr- as a private chef for okay. people in the Hamptons. And now How do you go from uh, charity work to nuts. multi-billion dollar... And Ryan, Ryan, you procure these, or you, who, who found these? Um, the <laughs> <laughs> I found the nuts. I was at a local, um, wow. like a farm stand. Or a farmer's yeah. market. Yeah. Mm. And he the was rosemary there. Rosemary ones are amazing. Yeah, these are the, really these are the rosemary yeah. ones? Yeah, they're mm. fucking great. Oh, these boy. salt cashews are good. Oh, yeah. fuck. Those are going around, too? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. For some reason, I really like rosemary. Now, I, on yeah. Easter, I made two things. I made a herb-crusted, rosemary herb-crusted roast. Nice. nice. I got my meat from Stu Leonard's, which is kind of shameful. No, Dude, you got to go to uh, I butcher. Don't, that's Main not shameful. Meats. The, the meat's pretty good. It no, is. The meat's good. Main oh. Street Meats in Farmingdale. Yes, they do. The re- balls. The balls. What's yes. it called? Main, Main Street, Street Meats. Meats. Right next to the meatball place, believe it or not. Okay. Who doesn't use their meat? Best fucking burgers. Really? Yeah, yeah. they're very good. We'll be getting probably some of our cured cured stuff from them, too. You know nice. what I like yeah. about them? Yeah. They have like 30 fucking delivery trucks mm-hmm. because they supply so many goddamn restaurants. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Well, if it's good enough for Prime in Huntington, it's probably the um, burgers are probably okay for my fucking barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> for Pete's backyard barbecue bash. One of the things, like looking for purveyors, mm-hmm. I've had a really hard time finding anybody that does cured meats. Hmm. I don't know if you know anybody in Brooklyn, but I, I can't find anybody that does like like a really good key any of that stuff. It's it's definitely tough. Probably you wow. got to get a really small family business somewhere in yeah. New York City. I mean, that's really probably uses someone. Do they? Yeah. That make it their own, or they get it shipped. I don't in? know. Because I found a lot of people that will no, ship it know. in, and yeah. then they they just putting their names on it. But nobody uh, that no one's producing it locally. M- yeah, nobody's making it. Yeah. Well, like maybe that's going to be like a second business once you get the bottle shop open. You start doing <laughs> some cured meats. Just smoking meats. Yes, yeah, smoking meats. No problem. Um, so yeah. the, so I, I did the herb crusted roast and then I did a uh, herb and it was rosemary and uh, Romano uh, roasted potatoes, which I like. So it, it paired very well along with my carrots and my uh, asparagus. That was my Easter Sunday, by the way. I love rosemary. Rosemary I could put on everything. I'll yeah, put on same. pizza. Rosemary, rosemary on pizza crusted. is very good. Did you put herb rosemary in this butter? That was rosemary and garlic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Please. That's why I think I loved it so much because I really do like a tremendous amount of rosemary on everything, and those Thank nuts you, actually worked out very well. Um, no, I'm okay. All right, I'll wait for the next one to come around, then I'll go back around again for the swing. Okay. All right. So we're saying that this is definitely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if Blueberry. we didn't say that, we'd all be idiots and, and probably have to quit the show immediately. So <laughs> again, this is. Uh, I, my head retention is ridiculous. Look yeah. how long that's been just sitting there, but that's because there's a tremendous amount of tiny little bubbles that are producing that head so anyone on youtube and instagram live you could see uh you know the color the shape the form and all the good stuff and i'll put it out over here uh, not on pizza albums yes the color color shape form from foo fighters yeah del pietros it's atlantic avenue the cashews are only great which one the cashews are only great (laughs) that's it that's the problem yeah they're not they're not good they're only great they're only they're only great i'm gonna keep eating rosemary nuts yeah, high-end butcher shop. Ooh, there you go. A little networking here on the word. Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. Give us a call on yeah. Instagram. Instagram, all our uh, followers, we've had a lot of people kind of chiming in, saying hello. Give us a call. Talk to Joe from Sadden Brothers. Talk to Mark from Hopscotch and Victor and Ryan. They all have uh, lots of great information for you. Any questions you have out there in Internet land, let us know. Give us a call as we eat our nuts. Pardon me in these nuts. <laughs> uh, so uh, the last one, you want to crack that bottle yeah. and see if we can delineate to like truly figure out which one's a double and which one's a triple, and it's probably by the so first. We're seat. saying that this is the triple, right? Um, no, this is going to be the double. This is the double. Oh yes, you're yes, right. correct. You said the first. The one color's got to be a dead giveaway too once you pour it. I would think. Let's hope it's a little darker. Well, again, you're looking at a dossier that tells you if that, co- if that comes out any anywhere close <laughs> to amber, we're all we're gonna all. have doubts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all fucked. We're gonna be like shit. We're gonna second guess our whole lives Show's because of that. Over. Hope yeah. some plum flavors <laughs> as a. Uh... Um. So yeah, I mean, we we the fruit was very obvious. So now it's a fifty fifty chance between. Um, oh, there you go. And there's and there's the double. The double. Yeah. So that kind of I mean, tawny color. Yeah. I, I kind of that that is I th- is that that's the one we had here or was it the triple that I brought we had in the triple I've never had the double yeah the double and and so the difference between oh that sound the amount there. of sugar 
Well, and the difference in the amount of alcohol, too. I think it's a little different, right? The triple is going to be a little more. Simple, double, triple, quad is the amount of sugar, if I. I believe the double actually has more alcohol content than a, uh, than than a triple. triple does. Yeah. Who's, who's got the cashews? Really I got I, Pete's been bogarting them like a some bitch. They use the, they both the cashews, use different again. Hops. The cashews are only great. <laughs> Not halfway the, the, good. Only no, great. The cashews are good. The cashews are good. The the rosemary, the rosemary almonds yeah, are yeah, fucking yeah. Those, those are, are addictive. Balls. Yeah, those are the other ones are hot. Now what if you were to take your your butter, right? Get in a pan, get it little, you know, toasty, and then throw the peanuts in there and get them tossed in that and then throw them on the side with like your meal, yeah, you right. Almost that. like nice sticky yeah. nuts. Yeah, sticky nuts are good. Almost like they what they do like on New York City streets, but only those. like more savory than Don't sweet. Right. I like savory. Right. Right. So when I go like late night, one of the things that I do, I'll, I'll have a few beers. I'll be watching a game. I won't go to the sweets. I won't go to the chocolate or the sugar. I'll go right to like to chips, or I'll go yes. right to like something savory because that's what I want late night. I don't want the sweetness. I don't know why. I want like a little chip. Right after dinner of like a dark chocolate, I'm good with that. Yeah. And then after that, it's all savory. Like I just want bacon. Just give me like a pound of bacon and a Red Bull, and I'm good for hours. <laughs> bacon me, and Red Bull. Yeah, it's an trust me. Combo, that, that was my that was my uh, a Red Bull right before I got up. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. Trust me. I already had one tonight here, and I have half of it sitting no. out there, and I'll drink it on the way home. <laughs> me? No. It's I don't believe in cocaine. I believe in Red Bull. It's the only way to get through my days. I don't drink too much coffee either. It's all Red Bull. I'm going to have a heart attack like that guy on Deadliest Catch. Just letting you guys know. Never drank coffee. That's not funny. Coffee and cheese. <laughs> no, no. Things I'm not into. I don't want, I don't want it. Right. I'm not inviting it on myself. Uh, but I'm going to say. Are we going to reveal? reveal? Did you pour me? Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait. Sure. So we're going to say that Who's, bottle number your, one. Who makes your favorite double? Would you say, Mark? My favorite double. Mm. Mm. I. Yeah, that's the one you gave me. That's not. Yeah. That's yeah, it was a double. Does it was a double Jack's, cup. Does Jack's Abbey make a double? I feel like they only make lagers, right? They one? don't make a, a Belgian mm-hmm. double. Uh, I'm Jack trying to think Abbey where else I've both. had it besides. Jack Abbey makes lagers, specifically lagers, but then they also do ales. Yeah, and I believe that they do. They could have made that. I know. I, I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite double. Yours? You might now. Yeah. Toss up between Omegang or uh, Grimbergen. Mm. Grimbergen right. double, I think. Like. Omegang makes a good one. Yeah, I've, I've had the Omegang. Yeah. They do make Have you ever tried the, uh, the double barrel double? No. No. Is so that in um, Bombers 22? Double barrel double. Um, ah, shit. Uh, they only made it, they made it like one year. Um, <laughs> you can't get it anymore. I'm just teasing you. I, I got like one <laughs> fucking bottle at Total Wine. Um, so they, you, they you think they they'd ever have double. it back because they got the Total Wine contract? I don't know. You got to keep going. But that's in. a great thing with beer. I mean, it's 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 either you you come and you try it once and it's I gone. Know. I mean, that's like that's so awesome. Um, do you guys have a favorite style? Like I'm a spirits guy, so like I, when I do drink beer, I'm a I'm a stout guy. Is this interviewing Mike and Pete? I'm no, just, no, 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 this, no, this is curious. this is a good conversation. So like, yeah. Yeah. When I, I was I think three, IPAs are I out and everyone's just you know Belgian like, style for me. Obviously, I I that's, could I could pick um, him out in a second. Saisons probably. Good. Yeah, they're right in the Belgiums. Saison so, is probably that that um, Allagash. Actually, toss up between Omegang and Allagash. I think make Omegang and Allagash. Uh, Omegang, ha- it's just it's like fucking champagne. The amount of like effervescence, <laughs> and it's just super carbonated, light, refreshing. 
And then the Allagash one is just like all funk. Just like Yeah. It it tastes like it was brewed in a barn in the best fucking way possible. I don't know. So with the funk. Probably for me, probably Saison's and uh I've had some good ones. Uh, um, Jester King. Long Island, Island makes a good Saison. Long Island makes a good Long Ireland. Ireland. Oh, Long Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. The Farmhouse Ale was very good yes, as well. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, uh, so I started as a craft beer drinker with pale ales. That was, to me, it was like the moment of change out of nowhere from Heineken or Corona, whatever the fuck I was drinking at the time. When I had... Um, and I'm trying. It was like a Sierra Nevada, or I went into Magic Hat Number Nine, which was a pale ale with you know apricots. Those were the things that changed my view on how beer should be brewed or what the taste should be. So pale ale, I'm going to say for me is great. Now take it one step further, and obviously I like IPAs, I like doubles, I like triples. I love that quad from Nightmare. It was fucking unbelievable that we had the other night. That, uh, yeah, we did. We had it here. We drank it here. Is that a sour? No, it was a quadruple IPA. Oh, okay. it was like eleven percent. Listen, idea. you not can a, you can hit quad, me with a uh, tiny little bit of hops. Not a Belgian quad, or, right? Oh, okay. Uh, or a, a trim, the, all the hops you can back up in a truck, and I'll I'll like it. <laughs> I like the piney resinous taste. I'll take that all day. But I also like it subtled out, like a nice pale ale would just do me right. Mm. I, I would choose that on a beach day, maybe over a pilsner or over a golden ale. I just like a pale ale. That that to me is like the true mark of. And that in a lager. I would say second is lager. Hmm. I really do. I, like I really like a lager. Who's making a good stout for you these days, do you think? I mean, I don't want to sound biased or rich, but I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, he's he got, really is. He makes a lot that, of great dark uh, beers. Gil Martin, right, which you just won an award for. That shit's, like, out of control. Um, what is it? The Chipotle Gun, Porter. Gun Brewery has this one called Void of Light. Yes, I've seen that. Yep. Oh, That's a great name. I don't care what God. it is, but I it's, now I want to try. So, <laughs> so, like, I mean, and I'm not a beer guy. I'm a spirit guy, but you go over like what, 12, 14 percent, and it starts getting really alcoholy. Yeah, right. You don't. It's like 18 percent. Uh, it just tastes like pure beer. Uh, like you get no alcohol at all. I had uh, drink a whole growler, and then all of a sudden, you know. I'm on somebody else's well, that porch on yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. I had a Great South Bay's Marauder recently. It's like 11% uh, or something like that. Same thing. Like, it does not taste boozy at no. all. It's, and that's how you know that like, the brewer yeah. knows what they're doing. They can mass all of that alcohol yeah. with great flavors, uh, great combinations. these fucking malts. Go, yeah. go ask Alice or ask Alice or whatever. They're in Long Big Alice. Alice. Big Alice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have... Uh, Date night, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've had so that. So I walked in, and, and I'm like, well, what do you got for a style? And the guy goes, date night, bro. And I'm like, no, it's not my fucking Why are you being night. weird? <laughs> like, I just want to stop beer, right? And he's like, he's, he was no, like, that's the name of the beer. I'm like, I'm all try right. it. <laughs> Give me the, whatever the highest alcohol content you can. Yeah. I like that. I like when you can mask that with some really great flavors, some really great concepts, and, and you still go, I can have one. And I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm good to go. I don't, I don't, and 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 the other end, you know, uh, Joe from WA Meatworks wants to crush like 15 beers and not get hammered, you know, and that's fine. I I appreciate that too. When I'm out at a Met game or when I'm, you know, hanging out on my deck in the summer, I want to crush 10, 12 beers and not feel like I can, you know, or a Tuesday, or. <laughs> Or whatever we or call Monday. that Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, that's the point. Like, it, it, it's got to be certain beers for certain times. 
And I think that that's the concept is that when you have um, a certain profile of what you like, then you can kind of explore within that. So for me, the pale ales, I like the lower end, the sessionable ones that are five, six percent. And then I also like the ones that jump up and they'll hit you with, you know, a nine or 10 percent if you can yep. find them. And that to me is is like the gamut of where I'm in. I, I can fluctuate anywhere in there. What's wh- what would you say your favorite style is, Mark? I have to go with Belgium's mm. just because of there the complexity that's there. I mean, you could they can go in a whole million directions with just the flavors. So definitely Belgium's. Good Love times. <laughs> Stouts, Jay Wakefield. I don't know if you've heard oh, Jay Wakefield. Yes. Yes. They make incredible hey, stuff. Hey, by the way, the uh, Sand City did a collaboration with oh. Jay Wakefield. And they're going to come out Is that the, the Lava King? No, that was, oh, okay. um, what was Lava Dome? Lava Dome Lava was Dome. with either Equilibrium, which was a recent one, or, no, it was uh, something else. That was the Jay Wakefield one. Mm, they just Monk-ish. collabed with the evil, uh, evil Twin as well. Yeah, they do, and they... Yeah. They're out of Miami. Uh, they're also saving Lemonhurst. Really yes, they are going to save. They are going to save our town, the town he grew up in, the town I currently reside in. They are going to save. Sam City is going to one-handedly save the entire town from utter destruction. No pressure. None, none whatsoever, Billy. You guys got to figure that shit out. He's looking it up right now. But yeah, there's um, there's a, a, a I guess a charter going out that they'll be able to uh, set up their second tasting room. Literally in downtown Linnehurst, so That's I'm awesome. very excited about that. Very they nice. do some, and, and it's going to be the major production place because their space up there is tiny. They're but taking over a former CVS. So, so think about how big CVS is. A little, little bit more square yes. footage than, than <laughs> what bit. they have currently. A little bit. Um, not as tucked away. No, no tucked away. foot no. traffic up the yin yang. Yeah. So that's that's the concept. Which is great. Good for them. I mean, they're doing And some it's right next to a church, so you know you got a lot of foot traffic from, you know, repressed ah, alcoholics. Yes, 11 o'clock so. on a Sunday. They better be open. Don't well, Much like myself. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like they definitely brought that New England-style hype. Yes. To the, to Just Suffolk a County, lot. Right? It's them. Yeah. I would say there's a there's Them a and Barrier. Barrier. Yes, Barrier. And yeah. um, I would even go as far to say um, – a mustache because mustache had a few of those New England IPAs out very early before people knew what the fuck that even was. They had them out. Um, as you have something over there, did you try their triple? Which ones? Something spilled, but oh, lawn I, boy. Do have, I do have a uh, lawn from lawn from lawn. You know, crack yeah, that right away. We got yeah. we, we to do the reveal. Don't crack it. Oh, okay. Let's Don't do crack. the reveal. So uh, let's uh, let's go back over to our big reveal here. So the first one. bottle that we. Um, hold I on, have, let I me have remi- one I want to crack open too. Don't crack them all open. We're just all right. Hold on. So, uh, but if you have their ginger, I think it's the one that leaked. You have their ginger. Peach, <laughs> I want to crack open. Shit, the ginger peach triple. No, no, I have not had that either. So delicious. Oh fuck. This is <laughs> the triple. It is. All right. So we were we were, we were correct. Yes. <laughs> do we need to go further? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. We do. We need to have the reveal going. And the second one we all thought was the fruit beer. Yep. And it was, was in fact the fruit beer. Fruit. Yes, it was. Very nice. And then the obviously the third one would be our double, and that's what we're all kind of finishing up right now. Double. Very nice. That one a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and what I think, Mark, is that's a it's a great um, uh, exercise for people um, to go through that process just like we did. And you know, we know a little more about craft beer than the average person, but the average person would sit there and really have to look at their you know work, their script. Really, right. and, and kind of decide, 
um, which one would match up best with color and taste and all that other stuff. And that would just by itself educate people. That whole process that they went through, it's almost like what I go through with teaching kids how to record audio. It's you got to be tactile. you got to actually go through the process, do it, problem solve, figure it out, and come to a conclusion. And hopefully that conclusion is correct. And I think you know, most of us would get that pretty easily, but I think most people that would have your documentation with them with the tasting would probably end up coming to the same conclusion. Yeah, plus you get to have a couple of beers to go along with. Here we go. What do we, uh, so I have a lawn lager or I have a brute saison. You just want to blow through beer, huh? I brought the brute saison just for the show. nothing wrong Let's do the brute. Hold on, let's take a a vote because I got something special too. Oh. Ooh. I'm not trying to one-up you, I'm just asking. (laughs) All right. Well, I feel like the lawn, I mean, is obviously lawnmower beer. Of course. Not that I'm opposed to that. It's one of my favorite types of beer. Well, we're not. I feel like we have to go with that because it's a lager, and we were talking about how it people don't come out with enough lagers. Cracked. <laughs> so I have uh, with me tonight. I have South Down Breakfast Stout from San City. Oh. one of my favorites. Never had yeah. it. It's a uh, seven five. <laughs> he loves a stout. And Joe salivating. He's dropping out the beer. Yeah. Give me the motherfucking stout. This is a stout I haven't had. So this one I got out in um, from California. This is my wife uh, brought it back from California, from Fullerton, somewhere down in Fullerton. Uh, it's called Far Out IPA. It's a West Coast style IPA, kind of not the East Coast hazy. A little bitter. Little bitter. Uh, Bootleggers Brewery um, produced this, and it can be found at all your local uh, places. And I, I like the can art. Again, I know I was fooled by it, but I wanted a West Coast style IPA that we don't really or rarely get out no, here. We, don't. we really don't. We don't have that bitterness. Like, I like, like I said, a whole bunch of resin, a whole bunch of pininess. I like that, mm-hmm. which is what first turned me on to a lot of the IPAs before, yeah, you know, East Coast course. IPAs were a thing. <laughs> so I have these here. We'll get to those in just a moment <laughs> after we crush this lawnmower beer. And uh, you, you've been out to Mustache, Mark? Yes. Uh, I haven't been out recently, but I have been out there. They They've gotta... been uh, producing some great stuff. We actually got a contact name and number from them. And we're trying to get them in for a scheduled uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd be really good. Oh, yeah, definitely. But their, their story is really good. It's a husband and wife team that has done some great stuff. She's really a That's huge a proponent in the uh, the Pink Boot Society. She's oh, really? a Oh, yeah. She's like one of the, cool. the major East Coast people on the Pink Boot Society. So like I thought it was a really great interview that we could do with them. Yeah, a little bit of apple, right? Yeah. A lot more flavor and more complex than I would have expected from a beer like a named Lawn that you would expect, like, this is what you're going to crush after you mow a lawn or, you know, at a barbecue or something. I like it. like it a lot. It is a good lager. Sessionable, 4.7. Yes. And that's why it's a lawn Mustache Brewing out of uh, Riverhead. <laughs> I love how they came out with their anniversary beers and, like, we're releasing it week after week. And I don't know if you've had their, their year. Did you see that? So they, I believe it was their fifth anniversary, so they released five different beers over the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah. I've been obsessed and with the uh, the Long Ireland one, the 10 beers, 10, ten years, 10 beer yes. series. I got to find the fucking habanero one. Yeah, it's, it, it's uh, some guy's beer and soda right in Linhurst. I got to, yeah. Yeah, get over I'll, there. I'll go grab some. So, yeah, we uh, we were uh, privy to get the um, King Celtic, the number two. Where'd it go there, headphone guy? All right, cut him off. I, no, no, at least he, it was empty, so thank goodness for him. <laughs> Uh, we were able to get the King Celtic right off the Bright Tank. Nice. We were uh, brought in to take a look at the tour of the facility, and there it is. There's the King Celtic. King Celtic. We had that guy right off the Bright Tank. It was really very good. 
Um, and now they came out with their third beer. Um, Habanero the, IPA. Habanero IPA. And he, he actually wrote back to us saying, it's not a lot of bite. It's mostly the flavor of the habanero coming off of the, uh, you know, playing off of the hops and, and everything else that's included. So we have to go find it because it's one of these egg hunts that we have to do. Um, a lot of these guys are doing some great stuff, and they're all celebrating these big landmark years. They've been around yeah. for 10 fucking years. They so celebrate. they're doing 10 different beers over the course of this year, releasing it at various times. You know, I guess obviously you got to kind of plan that all out and release the ones that make sense for the time of the year and the season and that stuff. So, you know, it's a big deal. The habanero beers, I feel, I should say pepper beers were, like, popular at one point. Yeah. Like, there was way more breweries doing it, and I feel like you don't see enough of it now. The only one I've had, uh, a guy I work with from Texas, we do, you know, we trade beers uh, every now and then. Uh, RAR. Westboro? Oh. Yes, RAR down in Texas. Yeah, RAR down in Texas. They have uh, Paletta de Mango. Mm. Really got to good mango chili beer. Oh, that's so good. It's fucking great. And like Does it have the, any you know, those, to it. Say again. Does it have any saltiness to it? No. I feel like that would be so delicious. That would be good. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's savory. It's one of, um, yeah. ice cold out of the fridge. You get like just the bare minimum like heat, but mm, you let it so like good. come to room, come to temp a little bit. Yep. It's all. Uh, it's awesome. Really, really good beer. The um the other one is uh, Rich's uh, Chipotle Porter. I mentioned it before, but it, it, he does a really great job of that. It's just a subtle hint of, of heat on a really nice, well done porter. He it's does kind of spicy. Uh, yeah, you think? Uh, for me, yeah, I I've not. done a few, and then uh, my face turns red, and I really yeah, I <laughs> no, I didn't get that at all. I mean, I, I I sent a few away. I did a little couple trades up north, and uh, people were raving about it. They loved it, and I I didn't feel too much spice. He's from got it. great sours too. I, I was never yes, a he sour does. guy. I've never, you know, my, yeah. my beer palette is limited, but he turned me on to uh, sours. I want to yeah. try the a couple uh, of locals there that are like, they rave. And didn't like he do a best. sour stout or sour porter or something yeah, like sour that? Porter. That's what it was. It's, it was yeah. something That's like there. so yeah. weird. I'm like, yeah. wow, how the fuck do you do that? But it worked out. It actually was really very good. It was I really want to try the the Brewers Collective, the 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 most recent locals to locals one, the Kiwi Sour. Oh yeah, that looks that's good too. Well, that's a Have summer you guys drink. Had locals to locals on here. Uh, right. Andrew we, is. Him, I think, on the phone. We, he called into the show. Mm-hmm. You know, he's running a business plus he's running that side branding yeah. team, and he's really not making anything on that, from what I understand. So it's really just him trying to promote the local business. Yeah. And then getting people into his local distributor, you know, um, it's a great concept. Yeah, it is. We kind of it's a um, cool ser- like, like just have a series of yeah, beers absolutely. like that. That's fucking absolutely. cool as shit. Absolutely, yeah. and, and it's the same can art. It's just color. Yeah. It's like what what Montauk is doing. You know, right. Montauk is just so simple and colorful. It's just boom. It, like this tastes purple. This tastes green. This <laughs> tastes red. It's true. He has one in there. You, you, when you look at it, you're like, so then. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they did that one was because it's Great South Bay, so they kept the same logo. But really, all no, their it's a great way to promote the brewery, promote the. Uh, I mean, not that. Well, great think South about Bay the donut, the the, the the strawberry South frosted donut, right? With vanilla and lactose, it was a pink label okay, with a yeah. white bottom. It's the same concept throughout, and they just kind of relabel, reconcept, and make it all tie in. Works out great. What was the green one recently that was just released? The IPL. Yes, that was fucking great. That Back was really good. Yeah, yes. another lager. The Greenport IPL. That was another, that was that was one I sent down to Texas because I thought it was just that good. Awesome, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, 
You're able to pick up the Saison. You're a big Belgian fan. You love the Saisons. I'm probably going to have to go get another one of those. No, I know. Another was, four pack it was that. very good, huh? Um, I can see your connection. You like the Saisons. You like Belgium. So yeah. It all. Farmhouse. All day yeah. long. That could Farmhouse, be. Farmhouse, Wild yeah. Ales. They're all so good. So complex. Love it. I got a, question. Gonna, I got a question. Yeah, good. For, this is for everybody. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a huge difference between drinking craft beer out of a can and a bottle? Um, Depends on, on what life. it is. Life expectancy. Yes. Right? Agreed. Yeah, I would think that. Yes or no question. The answer is yes for me. <clears throat> I have not I drank enough stout. craft beer in my life to make that decision. So I've been going I, for a lot of cans lately because uh, that the uh, that's what is strong. The, the, uh, the share I want to do with the, the guy in Texas because I want to be able like, I can't ship a fucking bottle. I'm too paranoid about some fucking yeah, some postal inspector. Or, yeah. <laughs> now, without, <laughs> now, now, without thinking door. about taste, would you rather drink from a oh, can or a bottle? Good. I'd rather oh, drink from uh, a bottle. Yeah. Bottle, but I, most of my I, I, most of the time I'm drinking at home. I, I'm pouring it into a glass. Me too. I, that's what I'd rather have a glass. Yes. That's a, that's a, like uh, one of the uh, the spoils doing the show. I have like now an obnoxious amount of glassware around the house. Like real glassware. Yeah. Like glassware that we wouldn't have just a some nice yeah. tool yeah. glasses from Barrage Solo Cup. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't find a huge difference, but the things is that they don't, what they pour into cans, they don't necessarily always bottle. So you can't sit there and go, can okay, this is the, the can version, this is like, the bottle version. Yeah. I mean, then you, you really be saying, oh, what's the difference between tap beer and, and bottle or can beer? And that's, that you could tell yeah. pretty much easily. So same thing with like San City, if they, they bought, they can, sorry, Lava Dome, and they also had on tap, I'm sure you'd find a huge difference between the two. Just because of the process of canning and what goes into that and everything, becomes a, a, a big, you know, change in, in the complexity of the beer and of course as it sits. So this I got. Um, what do you think is the freshest? Very roasted forward. Like oh yeah. As soon as you, it enters your mouth. So the breakfast stout is it's all coffee-ish. Beef. Yeah. Like yeah, coffee notes. You would hate oh, this. Yeah. I gotta pass. No, you yeah. didn't even drink it. Fantastic. I don't like coffee either. No, he's not a coffee fan. No, he would. He would. Stout, stouts are. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, that's, that's my jam. Mayo is another one. Uh, mayo? No, like yeah, I don't like mayo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What kind of communist <laughs> are you? You no, are I, communist. I agree with you on that, but that was a total, like, I've never heard <laughs> <laughs> I was with you until the mayo this thing. This beer tastes like mayonnaise. No, I, yeah, I know. Uh, stouts are tough for me. That's that's a style that's, that's tough for me to get into because so many of them are, you know, coffee uh, coffee forward. So that's, that's yeah. a tough one for me, but. Harborhead, have you had uh, anything from them yet? No, they make a really good stout. Um, one of the few that that we had in here that I was like, I I need more of that. That's it was that good. It was that good. At, fucking great. Uh, stout, stouts are tough. Um, that Harborhead stout is really good. I forget. I don't know if there's a name other than their stout, but um, and uh, the Duke from Brewers Collective. Oh, yeah, that one's good. good. That one's really good. Bourbon barrel aged uh, vanilla stout. Anything in a barrel. Of course, yeah. They're dangerous. Good. Yeah, they really They're are. just dangerous, right? It's such a, it's such an art. As soon as you throw beer into a bo- into a barrel, it's like a whole nother ball game. Yeah. That's it gets the, really that, boozy, and it's, yes. like, for a beer guy, it's just dangerous. Yeah. That, I'm not it, a beer guy, but, like, it it takes you to a totally different level. 
Yeah. Is that something you think you're going to get into with, you know, uh, oh, you'd like, mentioned you've done, to you've done a couple of beer guys listening? Like, I'm more than cool giving you a moan in my barrels and playing a game. Why not? Let's see what happens. Uh, a cold hide the barrage and bar- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had you were asking way too many really <laughs> serious questions for a moment. Barrage and uh, W8 Meadworks had done, they did a, um, a cask, and like it was one mm. that had got, um, so like, uh, W.A. Meadworks had had made a meat in it. Then they gave it a barrage. They made a beer in it. Then they gave it to um, Brickhouse, and they made a beer out of it. And then that turned into, like, a cast they served at, yeah. at Blue Point Cask. I think so. that's cool. Like, yeah. I, like I said, the one that I had was it was a malt whiskey, then apple brandy, then uh, stout, oatmeal stout. And now I, I have the bourbon sitting in it right now. So the, we'll see what happens, right? The oh. double barrel double from uh, from Oma Gang. Mm-hmm. Half of it, I think, is is uh, bourbon barrels. The other half is like brandy. Yeah. And then they blend it, so they take you know. See, I didn't hun- know anybody else that was doing that between uh, Copper Kings, which they went. They're like South Africans, and they went right into Louisville, Kentucky, like the heart of bourbon country. Yeah. To make brandy, and they were just like, "Fuck you, we're making brandy," and they're the only people I've met that. Are aging a brandy and a stout barrel. Hmm. That's that's so unique. I think that's one of the things why you guys are doing this style of stuff. Let's do something no one's ever done. Well, let's so do you let's gotta, go. like the, the, the way the beer is, right? There's so many beer guys, right? But like yeah. spirits, there's four families that have controlled the spirit industry since like post prohibition, and and it's and they're all in Kentucky. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> they and, all live down there. You're kidding. They've controlled <laughs> Congress. So, like, as soon as Seattle broke it open. We're looking at you, Rand Paul. In New York broke it open. California broke it open. And now every state has a distillery in it. And, you know, in 10 years, you'll see what it'll be crazy. Uh, so, uh, Joe from WA Meadworks actually says, do you have barrels? So you might want to even yeah, I got a barrel go back. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I got one. I got one. All right, Joe, if you're still listening. Uh, yeah, we'll work something out. Yeah. He goes, I want an apple brandy barrel. That's Absolutely. what he wrote on Instagram. Let's so I saw on their Instagram he they fucking hooked up those col- those. Last, uh, yes. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd love to connect with Yeah, them. that'd be good. Absolutely. They hooked up the fucking Slurpee machines to make uh-huh. the fucking Mita Colada. <laughs> yeah. So with like, that, I uh definitely had a Miami Vice uh Mita Colada on like, that Friday. I, I, that's the, I was like, how is that fucking legal? That like you're just So he has like this uh like Pina colada flavored mead, mead, and he got a like a Slurpee machine, <laughs> and like that's his that's his summer revenue, I guess. Like Pretty I'm much. like I don't know, how, I don't know cr- how you're getting away with that. Criminal. It seems amazing. like it seems like cheating, <laughs> but I'm just like delicious. respecting the game. Like that just seems. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I went over there. That. They have the machine that's doing the uh, the strawberry raspberry uh, mead. And on the other side, they have the Mita Colada running. And so he gave me a half-half, and all I needed is a little umbrella, which he had behind the bar. And he spared me, so I didn't look like uh, a tool bag. <laughs> and uh, I drank that very happily uh, by the window with my son playing checkers with Roger. Roger actually uh, came out from behind the bar, started playing checkers with my son. Joe was sitting there chatting with some other guys. One's a Met fan. We were talking Mets for a little bit. Good guys over there. They do a really great job. And so, yeah, he, he uh, reached out on Instagram. I don't have it. It wasn't live. But when it was live, he was asking those questions, and I wasn't. Yeah, we'll connect. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. WA Mead works in Lindhurst, New York. So uh, great guys. They do some really great stuff, and he's really very interested in doing that kind of uh, barrel swap. 
I'll take any barrels that you want to throw out. <laughs> <laughs> I could use some tabletops. Great showpieces. <laughs> that would be, and that's one of the things like from yeah, like. Absolutely. It'd be really cool. If you're instead of just throwing them in the garbage, you might as well repurpose them and I make try. them I'd, tables and I chairs. Mean, try to sell yeah. them and make revenue. But yeah. I mean, cross promotion and exactly people that you plug me, I plug you, then random, random. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's you a put, barrel? Put your name all over them. Absolutely, that would be awesome. It'd be really cool. Well, I'm uh, I'm kind of drunk. How about you guys? Between <laughs> we have time for the brute saison, or should I save it for next show? I'll save it for next show. All right, uh, I got some stuff for you, and 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 uh, well, whatever. Just thinking about just drinking the stout. I don't yeah. know if you had other halves orbit. They released it a couple of months ago. I think it was. No, I have not. No, I don't get too much other half out here unless you go in there. I I just don't yeah, get a guy. I don't have a guy. I don't have an other half guy. I wish I had an other half guy. I'm like Talk the Sand City co- guy. My, uh, my brother-in-law, John, he's always over there. Son of a bitch. All right, listen, there was a couple that came out that they did collaborations with. I'm like, fuck, I want that. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm never going to get in there to do that. I got a. It is a hike. Going into Brooklyn is a hike. No shit. And the lines. I'm not even. I don't like standing on lines. Like Sand City, they come out with a release. I'll let the line go down. I'll show up at 1 o'clock, and they'll still have a few cases left. I might be getting close to the end, but I'll get it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, everything will be fine. It'll work out. You'll live. Oh, oh. Uh, I just got a phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to round out our night. This is the word of Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? Speaking of W Meatworks and Barrels. <laughs> oh, no. shit. What up, buddy? What's up, Joe? I asked fucking three times if he had Apple Brandy Barrels with the fucking <laughs> Facebook. Either no one's looking at the Facebook lot or the Instagram live. Yeah. Or, or it also froze up on me. Oh, fuck. Sorry. So uh, here's the deal, Joe. No one was manning that. It was sitting on a tripod up in the middle of the room, and you've been in here, so you know what that means. And uh, it's the first time we... You're probably fucking drunk as shit right now. Fucking A, I'm drunk as shit. I mean, no. No. I'm sober. I'm going to say not as drunk as having 14% mead in my belly, but I'm mixing beer and brandy. What do you have? What do you got going? Damn wrong. The red current. Oh, Oh, dude. So, by the way, I picked up a bottle of that. I drank it during Game of Thrones last night because we had an hour uh, and a half. Sweet, awesome. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it was very good. I, I like that. Speaking of barrels, uh-huh. um, yo, I want apple brandy barrel. All right, so Joe, <laughs> Joe, from, yeah, so so let's. So connect, here's Joe, Joe I'll, from Sad Meat, uh, Joe from right, uh, WA Meat. Sorry for being so aggressive. No, it's okay. That's how you go. It's the only way to go, bro. So you're on the phone with him, go ahead, Joe. Which one you want? Yeah, to talk? I would love to. I would love. Take one of your apple brandy barrels and do a mead one. Ooh. All right. And so then I would totally love to sell it in the store. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Hey, three, we, we, we could definitely work something out. It really just depends on how big the apple brandy barrel is. I got 10 gallon barrels. Oh, that's not going to get us very far. That'll be an in house meadery thing only then. All right. Well, that's not too bad. Listen, you have that. Uh, that's fucking. Yeah. We'll still, make it, we'll, still make, we'll still make barrels that. We'll still, we'll still do it. Joe, what was the recent apple that you had on on uh, tap the other day? Or do you apple? still have it? Yeah, you had the. It was like uh, the apple cinnamon. You had some sort of apple cinnamon mead. What, which one was that called? No, you mean is he about the boche? The one with pecans and the maple syrup. Yes, yes, that's it. There you go. Yep, I wasn't cinnamon. Yeah, the, the Bobby Boche. The Bobby Boche. <laughs> <laughs> I need the Boche. Um, yeah. yeah, that one was very good. It had a, a lot of uh, yeah, flavorful notes. It was very holiday-centric, but it still drank very clean uh, for the season. And I think that would go really great with the uh, apple brandy barrels. Yeah, that was a, that was a seven percent bullshit mead. Which basically what we do with that is we caramelize the honey, 
uh, then from there, at the fermentation, we, we back sweet it with a little bit of maple, uh, New York State maple syrup. Right. And eight or nine pounds of round roasted sugar pecans. Mm. Is that still available, Joe? No, it kicked, it kicked this week. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Would you replace it with? Bitch. That's the question. Um, dude, we're on, like, austerity right really now. Yeah. Like, like, a whole bunch of stuff, like, was on, was on last case. Where is it? Oh, boy. Lindenhurst. All right. So I'll just yeah, right by where San City's going to be. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly, maybe seven. they signed a lease last week. Possibly, maybe. Kind of, sort of. A farm meadery? Is that what it's called? Uh, he has a, a winery license, correct? Wine license. We are actually applying for the farm uh, meadery license. Okay. Because with the farm meadery license, in conjunction with our winery license, we'll be able to sell New York State spirits. There you ah. go. There's a tie-in, Joe. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> I give you the Ocean Hill Barrel. You mm. sell the Ocean Hill Brandy. There you go. So, uh, right. That's that's an easy sell. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually, we're actually, this week, we, we applied for that license this week. Nice. Nice. All right. How's the uh, how's the slushy machine coming, dude? It's killing it. I'm <laughs> hot out here. I'm still like again. I was just telling Victor here, like I don't know how that's legal. <laughs> it's just still silly to me that we're you're like, allowed to do that. We, we, when we bought it, we kind of pushed out. We're like, oh, we'll get the little one <laughs> with the little uh, only holds like I don't know two liters instead of like two gallons. Yeah. And now we're fucking totally regretting not getting getting the bigger. <laughs> it looks bigger than it probably actually is. Uh, when I, when you poured me off uh, a little bit, it looked like it was really churning and making a lot of products. So I, I would assume, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, but people buy it a lot. Right. I was right. going to say, I'm sure you're going to pay it off in a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, it's, 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 practically, it's practically paying off right three weeks. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it hasn't even been hot And listen, you got, the, you got the fair coming up this weekend. Weather pending, you're going to have a lot of business coming through the place, huh? Yeah, we're doing it. We're, doing, we're pouring in ales by the rails on two Sunday. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I love the ales on the yeah, rails. What I got, a great I got, a, bunch, I got a bunch of beers from, uh, got a keg from Dubco, got a keg from Barrage, got a keg from Smallcraft. Jeez. So trying to promote those guys a little bit. A little bit uh, Listen, what I think, I think I'm going to rob a keg from Ryan at 27A. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, you got to get Ryan. He's getting get... close, right, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, get, he's getting close. He is getting close. I know he's, you're saying uh, getting those questions. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, was in, he was in the meadery yesterday. We're Did finishing you... up our, our second collaboration. I was going to say, you had a collaboration last time we spoke, and you guys are uh, wrapping that up. No, our, so. our, second one's, um, our second one's almost done. Oh, shit. Actually, so what was the first one? Dry hopping it. That was dry a while ago. The first one was like when we had Ryan on, I think. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, right, right. So, All right. So what was the second one? What was the uh, what was the profile? It's, 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 it's similar. Okay. We're doing another in, um, an IPM, yeah. or an India Pale Mead, if you will. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, we changed the hops up a bit. We... Uh, we altered our techniques a little bit. And now we're I'm dry hopping it tomorrow. Fuck. So That's gonna be what are you guys using? What hops are you what? guys using? What hops are you using, Joe? We're dry hopping it with five. We're, do, we're dropping it with like five or six pounds of Amarillo. Okay. Ooh. Very nice. Mm. Yeah. So we made we made this like the whole whole bunch of hops. It's it's Ryan's department. It's a <laughs> yeah. lot of hops. Yeah, Ryan is the uh, beer guy and Joe is the me guy, and so between them they combine to create one big. Yeah. Uh, Voltron looking Voltron. thing, yeah, the Voltron, so pretty yeah, much. It's, it's gonna be good. I mean, I know, I know, I know a bit about it. Like, I know what hops I like, and not that I prefer. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he's 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 the brewer. I've never actually brewed a batch of beer in my life. So. <laughs> well, listen, uh, everyone, go visit Joe at WA Meadworks in Lindenhurst, New York. He's got a great little spot. Great, great mead on tap. Um, apparently, he's gonna have a brand new uh, chalkboard full of uh, brand new flavors and lineups. 
So go down and check them out. Um, also going to be at Ales on the Rails on Sunday. That's uh, what, May 2nd? Uh, I believe so. Okay, great. I have a question. Does that fall under my license? I don't even know. I, wine, wine Insider? Yeah, he's, he's wine, wine Insider. No, right? he's wine. Uh, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, no, you're good. beer distributors and those kind of bottle shops are allowed to carry my stuff under 8.5%. Okay. Oh, under 8.5%. But yeah. I'm able to, I don't Most of his stuff is under 8 can you, sell, can you sell like wine that's 14% yeah, wine. by volume? Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, you can sell me. No, you're good. I've seen some... Standard 14% meads on shelves and beer distributors. Okay. I don't think that's legal. Well, but I mean, who's going to check, Joe? That doesn't mean people don't do things they're not supposed to anyway. That's there right. There you go. They'd rather uh, beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Yeah. Well, you know what? Would you have, you would you have nine listening? bottles no. of <laughs> and, you, and, and you sell one every three weeks? Only like four people know it's there. Right. It's not that big. No, it's not. No one's telling no, on you. No one's tattling. No tattletales. No. Because the person that likes mead and finds it and is like, oh, you have mead? I'm going to buy that. I'm not going to tell on you. <laughs> I've asked They just think it's wine. They don't know <laughs> enough. They don't know it is. any That's all it is. It's just wine. They don't it's just even, wine. Half the time, you don't even know it's wine. I'll yeah. be honest. I made weed. They don't uh, really know what it is. Weed? You made weed? What, That's all. What about weed? I made mead once. Are you, I, you're opening out. a weed shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to open a bottle no, shop and a weed shop. Oh, Mark. Weed out of the back. Exactly. Mead in the front, weed out the back. I was actually by their bottle shop the other day. I finally figured out where where it was. It was right there was on having, uh, Long Island Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're right across the street from the from the waffle truck. Yes, from yes. the waffle. They, their opening was this weekend. Wait, fucking what waffle truck? Yeah, Lee. Yeah. Oh boy. Lee, Leah, There's a Sunday morning wa- waffle, waffle truck. truck. Yeah. They do like all these crazy savory waffles. Like seven bucks. You got a. I had a I had a waffle covered in peanut butter and crushed Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Oh, Ooh. how was it? Oh, it's that like they like parking the. Bowling alley parking lot. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a so great good. spot. It's a great spot. Well, listen, that's uh, one of the hookups you can uh, go ahead and make. Go ahead and uh, talk to Mark uh, off air and and talk to him about when they open up, uh, getting some of that mead selling right out the place. Oh, definitely. Will do. Awesome, Joe. Thanks a lot for right. calling, Dude, in, buddy. Calling in, Joe. Good to hear from you, buddy. I pick a party in Brooklyn at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Joe. I'll talk to you soon. All right, later, guys. Yeah, Have you guys night. are going to connect, connect on social media and uh, get those right. barrels moving. I'm interested to see what that's all about. Awesome. All right, buddy. All right, talk to you guys later. 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 So we're at Mike uh, I would say call in, but let's not call in. Let's wrap up this fucking show because I, I got to piss, and I'm about to fall asleep right here in this chair. So uh, we want to thank everyone for calling in tonight. We had uh, Graz, of course, calling in, but show up and, and come down. Uh, we had our uh, your your uh, brother-in-law, John. John. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> Thanks, John. Is it Jonathan or just John? Uh, I think call it's Jonathan. Both. I call him Babe. Babe. Babe, hey. that's right. Hey, babe. Babe for calling in. We appreciate you. Uncle Ralph, I don't know where the fuck he was uh, at. Uh, he got, you, he got lost in a couple <laughs> of Coronas. Careful <laughs> walking out there, your car. <laughs> uh, we definitely appreciate um, you know Joe from WA Meatworks and, of course, Andrew from TapHandles.com for calling in and giving us some information. This has been an uh, awesome show. Listen, Mark. What you bring for spread, we're going to invite you every week if you're going to fucking bring <laughs> this shit. Your bottle shop is going to be the number one sponsor of this show. That's awesome. Thank you. Unbelievable so Thank layout. You. We Thank appreciate you. all the beer and all the food that you brought. And of course, Joe. Joe. Dude, thanks for uh, educating us on spirits, man. That's, yeah, this uh, is absolutely. something little, we little walk outside the me. wheelhouse. It's good Thanks for allowing me to be the first uh, spirit. Guy. Yes, Absolutely. you are the first, <laughs> and we will pretty fucking cool. promote it like as such. And, nice. and Thank you. 
Listen, we we do anticipate you, you know, hooking up with some of the guys that we've worked with Absolutely. between the breweries and the um, uh, the course, one metery, the one metery <laughs> <laughs> ever. I'll call, apparently. In. I'll call in every week. Yeah, absolutely. Like, call gonna, in and, and talk to us. Give us updates and, and tell us what you're working on. And, uh, you know, give us the update. We we're going to be uh, gone pretty much the entire month of May. We're not going to be here in the studio. Well, not in the studio. We do. No, have, we won't uh, be in the studio. Um, we're um, where are you guys going to be? Uh, Rocket Talk. We're at Where's we got invited invited to the Rocket Talk Festival. It's going to be an RBQ uh, restaurant in uh, the Rockways. Awesome. Yeah. On so May maybe, maybe I'll just crash instead of calling Dude, them. dude, come on you're gonna, down. Uh, you're, you're, local, you're more local than most of our other guests, so please do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here's, so here's, here's excited about that. that here's really cool. the RBQ Rockaway Beach uh, Rocket Talk Craft Beer Festival uh, happening oh, May that. 17th, 18th, and 19th down in Long Beach. Go to uh, Rock RBQ Rockaway Beach uh, on Instagram and follow their uh bio and their profile and you'll get uh links to the tickets you're going to see the likes of lic five boroughs rockaway other half kcbc common Roots, single cut threes six point yonkers flagship sloop barrier long beach oyster bay garvey's point lithology small craft brewers collective greenport harbor great south bay dubco and montauk and more to come and we want to give a quick shout out to long beach uh brewery Absolutely. for Dan hooking us up for, with this yeah. uh this link and we're going to be down out. there broadcasting hopefully live Right from Long Beach, and I'm thinking it's like right on the boardwalk. As and far we've as talked to almost none of those brewers. No, we've talked to a lot of Long Island guys, uh, Lithology, Garvey's, Oyster Bay, Long brewers Beach. Collective, brewers, brewers Collective, Brewers Collective, Long We haven't gotten them on the show, but we've we've actually been in and around those guys. Um, but we haven't had any of the Queens and, and No, that's guys. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking forward to really meeting some new, you know, making some new friends. Yeah, absolutely. Meeting some new people. And then, uh, of course, Drinking we... Drinking a shit ton of beer and Ubering home. We are also uh, attempting to be at the um, Hickshire Park Craft Beer Festival in August. Pete and I have to work out the details of that. You we want to try to go broadcast. No, no, I'm not going to do that again. Hey, Mark, what are you doing August 10th? <laughs> Mark, you want to be a host on a podcast? <laughs> you guys ever need a, another co-pilot? I'm here for you. I need a generator is what I need <laughs> because we're going to be in the middle of a state park with no I electricity. Got a, I got a generator for you guys. <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe's going to come down and be a special guest host of the uh, the the I, I don't even know what they call it. They, they don't call it Spring Craft Beer Festival. Wait, they how do they not have electric? Because it's a state park. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's mm-hmm. like literally out in a field. That's what they you do. You would think if they're going to host a big generator, there would be something. They're going to have to have some or? sort of point of sale <laughs> somehow, some way. I don't know how because people are going to sell stuff there. Right. I don't know how they're going to do it. But they told me to bring a generator if I generator, was interested. I, guess. I said I was interested. And they're like, well, noisy. you're not going to have any electricity, so bring a generator. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe I'm, I'm suddenly not. less interested. I'm suddenly. I'm going to the Caribbean the day after, so it doesn't mean, mean that I don't give a fuck list. Oh, so I'm and I'm coming I'm back from the Caribbean something. the day before, so that doesn't mean I'm not interested. Are you really? I am. I'm going to be oh, in Aruba, God, and I'm coming back the day before. God damn it. We got to talk about It's the only day you and I are here. Together <laughs> in August, pretty much. That's how it's going to work. Oh, it's going to be bad. Is I dog know. friendly? I'll bring the dog. Maybe it's only four hours. Right. It's four hours of our how time. How far upstate is it? No, it's in Hexer. It's in West Iceland. Yeah, it's right here. It's right. like 10 well, minutes. Well, for Brooklyn, it's upstate. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, it might as well be upstate for John. <laughs> there's woods, there's trees. Yeah, it's upstate. You're going to have to do a live show from Hopscotch. Of course. Yes. And then, then no, whatever opening day idea. is. Well, whatever opening day is. We teased the opening day thing. So do you have any official announcement to make yet? No. Okay. <laughs> I, like so we're not open I knew I knew it was a hard no. no. Not open yet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're Still gonna. They, they're right there. Yeah. yeah. They're. You're right there. You. You're waiting for the last few little months. pieces to fall in the yeah. puzzle, and we, we will be there. 
It was, we'll it, it was a rough ride getting to where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be a fun it, summer destination. Oh, That's my prediction. Yeah, oh, I know fucking you know. A. I know you know. And so we also I wanted then, with that in mind. Permit. We could sell there, you know. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. We also want to uh, promote uh, Secatog Brewing opening this yes. weekend. Yes. Yes. We will be there May 3rd. Uh, they're open May 3rd, May 4th, May 5th for opening weekend. I'm wearing the Secatog hat. Our buddy Ken over at Secatog Brewing is finally, after years of trying to get this thing up and running, has finally cool. got his licensing and has everything brewing. I was in there a few weeks ago. Show me everything that he's going to have up on the board. It's going to be a really cool opening weekend, and uh, we will also be broadcasting from there because they have a nice private room that we can broadcast from. And we have to coordinate who's wearing the, the Secatog hoodie. Right. Well, we always have to do that. I can wear the hat because you don't wear hats, but I'll, I'll just wear the hat all the time. Um, so we want to congratulate Ken. I, I reached out to him to call in tonight and just give us an update, but he was very busy brewing probably beer. Probably it looks beautiful. Ready. The inside. Oh, I can't wait to see it. The, the pictures crazy. look yeah. fucking really, really yeah. nice. So. Really the, the, the cleanliness of a brand new brewery is going to be unbelievable. It's after like three years where you start to go, oh, fuck. There's shit on the floor. <laughs> like, there's, there's just not enough. If they do really well, it's very hard to keep up with everything. It really is. Are they serving food there? Um, They're going to have some food trucks okay. uh, in their back parking lot. So they have yeah. a, a little parking lot That's here awesome. on the one side. And then behind them, they had to pave the entire thing. And so with that, they're going to have a couple of food trucks. Food awesome. trucks out there on the opening weekend. So cool. go out and visit them. It's uh, Secatog Brewing in West Islip. Go ahead and go on Instagram and type in Secatog Brewing, S E C A T H A O U G E, and you'll find. Try them with the G. I said O G U E. Secatog. Sure. Yeah. No, I said it right. All right. Um, I, I, cheeky bastard. He's not that drunk. All right. So uh, we want to thank again um, everyone for calling in, and of course our sponsors is the World with Mike and Pete. Any last words from anybody? Thank you guys for having nice. us. Thank us. you. Thank Appreciate you. it. No, thank Thanks you guys. Follow, follow, follow for Scotch and Sadden Brothers. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Instagram and other social media outlets. There you go. Yeah, big plugs. Go ahead. Give, go. give it anything else. Anything else coming you, up? Any, uh, either you're going to be at any festivals or anything? Anything to plug? Or? Do you, by the way, do you have like spirit festivals? Is there something? Farmer's market yeah, said, right? No, Nobody remembers they, them. They do. Exactly. <laughs> <Mark>. <laughs> he said. <laughs> They're out of control. Yeah. Um, there is a craft, uh, craft cocktail. The uh, bartenders' guilds put things on all summer long. Oh, okay. Um, and that's kind of where. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen spirit. some of those releases in There's the a pictures. Few spirit um, things, but it's a blackout situation. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's like it's you, people don't want to look at that. They don't want to see the hard. I don't know why. No, it's it's normally like people that just want to go and pound. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's, not, it's pretty much it. Uh, Mark, anything else to promote? No, I just want to thank Instagram, thank Facebook, you anything. Catapano. Uh, Farm and yes. as well as Eastern Brewing, Eastern Front Brewing, yep. St. James Brewery. Uh, we got Chef Giovanni, and as well as I didn't get to, we didn't. Chef open Giovanni's up. got great. Oh, nuts. Amy's Preserves. Amy's Preserves, awesome. Uh, if anybody can get onto her uh, website, it's uh, <laughs> like it's impossible to get on. Like <laughs> no, if you can get on the website <laughs> and order the shit. <laughs> I have difficulty ordering stuff. Oh really? All there, right. But I think it should be fixed at this point. But okay. Miss Amy's Preserves, awesome woman. Awesome. She makes everything by hand. Uh, so. Check her out, too. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot for uh, checking in and everyone on our YouTube page and our Instagram page for following us and, and liking us. And go ahead and check us out on our replays. It's uh, The Work with Mike and Pete. You can find us on um, Spotify. You can find us on uh, Laughable App. You can find us on YouTube on our replays here on GovsRadio.com. And, uh, and, of course, uh, did I say iTunes? On the interwebs? On all of the intertubes that are available here in America and beyond. 
This is the word with Mike and Pete. GuzRadio.com. Anything else? Don't forget to have your pet spayed and neutered. There you go. We out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Please hang up and try again. This has been the Wirt on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.